Blog Talk Radio. Ten years ago, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire... Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. All right. It's been a little bit. You belt off. It's been a couple weeks. 
they barely defended him. Like this is one of the first defenses they barely do anything. Mm. But uh, all right, so big show tonight, Larry. What what do you have planned? Nothing. Is it? <laughs> well, that's that's disheartening. I NHL '94. <clears throat> I have not been working on things at all. Huh. Not at all. What about you? Uh, well, I'm still watching the Seinfeld every day, you know. So yep. I figured I put together another top eleven list. Oh. We got top Which eleven Seinfeld uh, supporting characters. Oh, okay. I can get behind this one. But like people, yeah. not the big four, you know. Uh, other right, than right, the big right, four. right, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's cool. All right, so why don't we let's bring Tuffy and them guys on? Well, Jank. We, we should we can... mention. We we should mention that later. We're also watching a movie called Submarine. Yeah, this was a Tuffy pick. <laughs> a Tuffy pick. It's like a Gene yeah. pick. Remember the Gene picks? That's on film. Uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> it's the episode where Kramer goes in the coma, and uh, Elaine's always taking Vincent picks this uh, mysterious guy he picks oh, up. Oh, the video uh, store guy. And then Gene picks for like uh, Weekend of Birdies and that kind of stuff. Yeah, and the dude calls her and he's like, "How's the movie, Elaine?" Yeah, and it turns out he's a fifteen-year-old kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She takes him like, like and fireworks. fireworks. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that one. His mom answers the door. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> he sent her the play button from his VCR, and she made a necklace out of it. <laughs> yeah, she she thought this was some kind of fucking yeah exotic you know creepy but hot relationship. <laughs> Not as a kid. But yeah, I think a toughy picks is a gene. Maybe not up to par. Gene, well, we shall see. We shall see. Um, what else have you been doing? Like, I also want, watched a little thing wanna... called One Division. One oh, Division. nice. Oh, good. Are you, did you watch last night's or whatever the third one? Because everybody seems to be. A I buzz. have not seen the third one yet. I've Ooh. seen the first two. Everybody's yeah. going crazy over number three. Yeah, because I just got it last night. Because Mike Allen and I recorded the uh, Flea Market Fantasy, and we did an issue of uh, Vision and Scarlet Witch. And he said he saw WandaVision. He really liked it. And he's like, you should go watch WandaVision. I'm like, all right. So I just uh, upgraded my Hulu. So I went with the bundle. I get the Hulu, mm-hmm. the Disney Plus, and the ESPN Plus. Because I like the ESPN. They got UFC stuff on there. Uh, but uh, So I watched the first two. They only had two issues, two issues, two episodes last night when I watched I guess the third one popped up today or after me or I don't know. I don't know. It's something because when I got up this morning at four a.m. or whatever, I saw people on Twitter like, "I can't believe episode three of WandaVision. Episode oh. three was it's a trend." Oh, because I've watched two, and then the, the next option was watch the trailer, and I'm like, "No, I'm all right." <clears throat> hmm. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Why is Billy Kay trending? Yeah. I'm I'm alright with that. Let's see. Uh, because Billy Kay went down to the ring with the Riot Squad. She's like an unofficial Riot Squatter, you know, and she kind of cost them the yeah. match, maybe, you know. They're like yelling yeah, at Billy okay. Kay, and that kind of thing. She looks good though. I love Billy Kay. Yeah. Oh my God, you know I love Billy Kay. I've always loved Billy Kay. And the thing about Billy Kay is she looks spectacular off TV, like way better off TV. 
yeah, they they give her this makeup and stuff to wear on TV. It makes her look a little not so good. But <laughs> you see her like normal, no makeup on. Yeah. She looks spectacular. Well, you know, keep in mind too, like her, the point of her character though, she's she's to be annoying and stuff. Yeah. So you know, she's they, like goofy they, and they do. Yeah, so they put, like, some white makeup on her face and then bright red lips, and she just yells and squawks like a bird. <laughs> and it's awesome. Yeah, I love she Billy Kay. Because mm. yeah. <clears throat> really, like, without uh, Kyrie around and Becky's gone, like, Billy's number two, you know? She's number two for me. Yeah, really? Because you used to be a Peyton Royce guy. I remember me saying, like, I like I know. Kay. When, I, like, when he first I like started, I like Peyton better. But over the years, it's clearly Billy. And I'm not going to lie, I think the uh, Ty Dillinger taint kind of ruined Peyton a little, mm. little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, when you're married to mm-hmm. Ty Dillinger, it's like, oh, what the fuck is going on there? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. It makes sense. So. Well, who's Billy Kay with? Anybody wrestling-related? She, w- I don't know if she's still... She was married to a dude from Australia. Like, I think he was maybe a wrestler in Australia. I, I kind of think they may be split up, and now she's I, single. I don't know. Hmm. I bet Randy Orton oh. banged her. No, nah, Randy's a married fellow. I and hear you, but I, I don't know. I could see him laying pipe. Now it seems like it seems like they're a happily married couple. We don't know that though. You can't you can't just come out what? here and say they're happily married, Mike. Though we can say that he's probably <laughs> that laying pipe. Seems like they are. But do you know anything about his wife? Their history's a little weird. Like, she was a big fan of Randy Orton, and she mm-hmm. was in the crowd one night, and he just saw her, and they immediately like clicked, and then they ended up getting married. Isn't that weird? Uh, yeah, that's weird. It's cool though. So it gives me hope. Like, I'll be in the crowd for Oscar. I'll be like, hey, Oscar. She'll be like, oh my god, he's that guy. And I'll be like, Lord. hey, hey. Yeah. Do you realize the probability of that scenario working out? <laughs> We're not even at the point where we can uh, have people happen. gather yet, let alone you're in some well, sort maybe of I'll be area. On the, uh, maybe I'll be on the Thunderdome. I'll be one of the screens in the background. In mid-match, Oscar will uh, turn around and see me on the screen. And she'll just swoon. She'll just be like, oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Who's that? I'll be honest with you. You're really counting on your head. I don't know. All right, so let's bring on uh, let's bring on Jank because he's got some stuff to answer for for this uh, his opinion of Wandavision. Hey, Jank, <laughs> he's mean mouthing. Hey, yeah, I am not mean mouthing it. Let's be. You were mean mouthing it last I, week. You were saying it wasn't no, no, good. No. It was. Uh... I never said that. I said I liked it. Um, I just wasn't over the moon about it, and I didn't think you the, said the, the writing was bad. Comedy was that good. Yeah, the comedy I didn't think landed in the first you episode You said you enjoyed all. the Holocaust more. <laughs> Which, I was offended. Sounds like this. <laughs> yeah, I was very offended. You got to push the well, edge. Well, the, the, the deal with the first two, like, they're they're doing the 50s. Uh, Larry, uh, to make it clear what happens there in those first couple of episodes, like, episode one is basically a Dick Van Dyke show. It's the okay. same set, mm-hmm. same everything. Then episode two is like a bewitched episode. Stuff. Uh, he dances around it a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, but it but, still comes into play. I like it. <laughs> no, no, well, not really. I mean, uh, Jank, wasn't there, at the, there a moment like in the opening credits of that episode where he kind of like picks her up and dances around something? But I <laughs> Yeah, know. I think so. But anyway, 
But episode two, there's a, it's like a bewitched episode. Same kind of set. Mm, yeah. You know? that was and then at the end episode, of episode two. And, and, well, you just liked it because uh, there's a city talent show, like a talent talent show, <laughs> and they do a magician's bit, and Elizabeth Ol- Olsen is dressed as a magician's assistant. Yeah, that was pretty glorious. Like, what's that DC character? <laughs> like a one piece unitard. Zartan. Uh, Zatanna. Oh, yeah. Zatanna. Yeah. Kind of like that. Not too far off. Yeah, that but I did think it was funny, like when they showed like the the, uh, the gum going vision. <laughs> like, yeah, like a awesome. cartoon drawing of his inside. That was cool. I like that. Yeah, like Vision accidentally eats some gum and it gums up his insides and he he starts acting like he's <laughs> drunk. It's really fun. Oh, he gets drunk on gum. Yeah, and then at the end of episode two, like, it becomes colorized, kind of like Bewitched. You know, when Bewitched turns colorized. Yeah. Oh, so it's black and white for one and three quarters episodes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, I like that. And, like, the comedy in the sitcom, like, they're doing it over the top, like, you know, exaggerating it. And, like, there's a forced laugh track and everything, so... Can tell, like, yeah, the so laugh so track throws you off. Of You're like, am I supposed to be laughing here? <laughs> the laugh track, yeah, though, but that, I mean, that's a, how I remember TV. Like, I like a laugh track. But they like they, they really lean into it. Like they really yeah. do it overboard, especially if they one. ramp it up. But yeah. but that make that's also makes for comedy though. Like when you force yeah, it's like they do it for the effect. Not that funny. Okay. Yeah, they do it for the effect. So it's fine. I had no problems with any of it. Um. But, uh, Jenk, so did you, did you see episode three? I sure did. Oh, okay. Now, I have not. Yeah, so this one's kind of... I won't give any plot points away, but I'll say it's more Brady Bunch inspired, I would say. Oh, uh, yes! Yeah, <laughs> that's where they're going with this one. <laughs> it Are they very the... much like the Brady house. Oh, it does look like the Brady house? All right. Yeah. Everyone's like 70s now, and yeah, it's uh, it's different. Oh, God, 70s Elizabeth Olsen. That voice would have been so big. (laughs) (laughs) But she could magic it away. She could. I don't think she would, though. It wasn't the time. You know, I was thinking, isn't it crazy that, like, Elizabeth Olsen is, like, the most successful member of that family now? Like, Larry, when we were younger, Mary-Kate Gashley, it was ridiculous. To like, I don't know if people today realize how popular they were back in the day. Like, oh, they were huge. They were full house. Yeah, they were enormously popular. Like, oh, they had cartoons. They had, uh, they made yeah. like, um, you know, videos. Like, they had their own little like yeah. direct-to-video movies and shit. They had everything. Then they turned into fashion moguls and shit. And um, well, they started banging old dudes and uh, well, they were <laughs> yeah. used for years. Pizza, pizza. <laughs> I mean, don't uh, yeah. don't kid yourself. They got they got their money. It's like they got in, yeah. they they got rich, and they got the fuck out, and then they got weird. But like in nineteen ninety three, I think Elizabeth Olsen was you, even in the background in some of their videos. Like like she would pop up, and they're like, "Oh, that's our little sister." Like just ignore her. <laughs> but now yeah, she's like the one you got. Sucks. If someone told you back in like ninety two, ninety three, or something, oh, their little sister is going to be way more famous than them at some point. But, <laughs> That's like, yeah. that's like uh, Brent Gretzky coming up and being better than Wayne Gretzky. You know what I mean? Like, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. She somehow did it. Stuff. And she still looks smoking hot, where Mary-Kate and Ashley kind of just look weird. They kind of look weird now. Yeah. They just look strange. So <laughs> they really do. 
Because I'll be honest with you, like, when they were, like, 17, I was, like, I was literally, like, (laughs) hand over the pump, just, like, counting down the days. Calm down. And then, like, then they turned, like, 25, and I was, like, yikes. What happened? Hard living. You guys look like you're hungry now. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Uh, So, anyway, uh, getting back to the vision in the WandaVision. Um, What else? uh, So, episode three, without giving away, the the shit gets serious? Like, do we start to see more, like, weird shit? uh... Yeah, things definitely, there starts to be more cracks and whatever the hell's going on, for sure. Yeah. Do we see Sam the Butcher? (laughs) <laughs> Sadly, no. Uh-huh. <laughs> no one brings the meat. <laughs> yeah, so I, I would uh, highly recommend one division. I think it's very good. Is this half hours? Did we? See yeah, episode three was very, very good. I would say. Yes, about half an hour. All right. Hmm. All right. There you go. So what do you think yeah, so far, Michael? How... As far as what's going on on the show, <laughs> I. I think she's just kind of loopy, right? And, like, someone, they're trying to uh, get her out of it, snap her out of it, right? I don't know. Yeah, Who maybe knows? it's, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. or some, one of the Avengers trying to get her out of there. That's the why they're yeah. asking who's doing this to you, but really it's just her doing it to herself. Like, that's, yeah, again, I'm only too upset then, but, I mean, because you hear the, there's that one scene with the, over the radio, like, Wanda, Wanda, what's up? Yeah, so it's like, I don't know. I think someone's trying to wake her up, right? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, that could be. Hey, Jank. Along the but they same keep showing line, commercials yeah. that like have to do with Hydra and shit like that. And then there's yeah, that the beekeeper that makes you think AIM. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I didn't even think of that. I was like, what the fuck is the beekeeper thing? Oh, AIM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's A? Yeah, because it's structured. AIM? Uh, what yeah. does AIM stand for, Jank? Uh, arrow? Or wait, what is it? Um, Advanced Idea Mechanics. There it is. <laughs> Advanced Idea Mechanics. <laughs> Good Lord. They're Lord always like the shield uh, villains. Larry, they they always dressed with like kind of like a beekeeper outfit over in a way, like a big I thought that was Hydra. helmet. <laughs> no, Hydra would wear no, like Hydra green wears outfits. like green pajamas. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, so they had two factions they were working against. Yeah, AIM was like the uh, technology more. They were more about taking over the world through technology. Uh, and Geek Squad. They were. If you remember the uh, Marvel Avengers Alliance, they you. Some of the guys you thought would be like AIM soldiers, they'd be these yellow jumpsuits with big helmets with flat tops and screens in the front. Remember them? Yeah, uh, kind of. Yeah. It's been a, been a but few like, years. like Modoc would be with AIM a lot. Yeah, I remember yeah. Modoc. Then Arnim Zola was with Hydra, and they're both kind of big guys with you know huge heads and tiny bodies. <laughs> well, well, originally Armin Zola had a little ball on his head. And a telescreen in his belly. Yeah, like so his you order is really his head. Tire restaurant <laughs> on the Ormanzola. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Um, so, yeah, now that you put that together. Yeah, because I was wondering what they were doing with that B guy. I never even would have made the connection between the B guy and AIM. So, all right. Yeah, I'm assuming that's what that was supposed to be about, but I don't, I don't even know. Um, you think Hulk Hogan will be here? Very interesting. Oh. Uh, uh, probably not. There's one other thing. Oh, I think the, uh, Jank, the so, commercial uh, for yep. Well, go ahead. Uh, the the commercial in episode three was just for like a Hydra soap. 
It's like oh, if okay. you know, things are going wrong, just cleanse it away with Hydra soap or something like that. So it's like, oh, <laughs> that's, that's like the yeah, because episode big one was a <laughs> episode one was a Stark Industries toaster. Episode two was a like a Strucker watch, Baron von Strucker. Um, yeah. <laughs> was the, was the commercial done that, uh, 50 the, style? Yes. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, they're pretty good. I like the commercials. So, Jank, uh, l- last night, Michael and I recorded Flea Market Fantasy, Vision of Scarlet Witch, and during the discussion, we, I brought up House of M, and I, I had never read yeah. it, and I said it sounded really cool, and I wanted to read it, and Michael says, oh, it's terrible, and I'm like, well, what's wrong with it? He goes, well, I never read it, but it's, it's, it's Brian Michael Bendis, so it's just, he just it's terrible, and I'm like, but it sounds really cool, and he's like, well, you should read it, I bet you won't agree, and I was like, well, maybe you should read it, because you've never read it, yet you think it's terrible. <laughs> so I don't know, Mike Allen just hates <laughs> Brian Michael Bendis. So I have no experience with Brian Michael Bendis. I don't care really. Uh so I last night I read House of M and uh, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I mean it could have been better, yeah, but it's strong. I agree. I mean, the concept is very strong. You know, it's very strong. <laughs> concept. Yeah, it ends up being a lot of filler, like they're really padding out the eight issues with <laughs> stuff that doesn't really See, end up going in much anywhere, but I think they could have went longer if they did it. Like, they could have done it in a better way. I, I, I think uh, Brian Michael Bendis, he needs an editor for his dialogue sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people all sound alike at certain points. Um, <laughs> and uh, Yeah, they all talk in, like, run-on sentences and stuff like that. Yeah, and I think he, he was trying to do so much with so many characters. It would have been better if they kind of, like, narrowed it down a bit with the characters. Well, the, hard, just too many. the worst part was... Um, for me, was that there was a bunch of tie-in books where they'd be like, you know, House of M, Spider-Man, like a three-issue series that would just tie into uh, that. But it would be completely different from what was happening in the tie or in the main book. Like he was like, oh, he was cracking and becoming like the Green Goblin or something, and it was like none of this has anything to do with what's happening in House of M. So <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Like they were completely yeah, unconnected stories. I just read the eight issues of House of M. And, and Larry, for those who don't know, House of M, it's a storyline where Scarlet Witch kind of went nuts and she killed some Avengers. Yeah. And they're trying to decide yeah. what to do with her because she's so powerful. And uh, that happened before House of M. So House of M is like they're deciding whether they should kill her or what they should do with her. And yeah. then Magneto <laughs> and Quicksilver like take her away and hide her. And she creates a fake reality for the whole world where the world is now like mostly human or mostly mutants are like controlling everything mm-hmm. and humans are like the minority. And, but everyone, all these heroes have, they just wake up in this world and they have different life backgrounds and lives and they're all very happy. And the only person yeah, that senses not like something a dystopia at all. <laughs> it's, it's great. Yeah. Wolver, Wolverine is the only one that senses something's off. So he try he starts sneaking around investigating things and they put it together. And so then they have to go. Yeah. Is this like kind of fun? This house of M, no. or is it more serious? <laughs> no. no serious. I, well, when you yeah, said everybody's serious. happy, I just like, hey, Wolverine's whistling, and he's doing hedges, like well, Edward Scissorhands. No, they're shit. all just happy in their lives. Like, like Peter Parker's married with the, to Gwen Stacy. They have a kid, and Uncle Ben is still alive, and everything, you know. So, yeah, mm-hmm. making the rice. <laughs> yeah, and like Mary, Mary Jane's not married to him, but she's like a big superstar movie actress and all this stuff, and um. So like, yeah, no, for no a crazy woman, she did it right, and she gave people, you know, what they wanted, so good on her. Yeah. <laughs> she had some faculties yeah. involved, I guess. 
and then at the end, she says, uh, hey, she's pissed off because uh, Magneto always chose mutants over his kids. So she says, you know what? Mm-hmm. No more mutants. And she, like, wipes out 90% of the mutants in the world. Yeah. There's only 198 and left. <laughs> and Mike L. hated – Mike L. thought that was something. Like, no, that's great. Even before I read it, I'm like, yeah. oh, that's great because there's way too many fucking mutants in Marvel Comics. Way too many. Yeah, the only bad part was then they spent probably the next five or six years, you know, trying to undo it. So it's just like every story was about, hey, how can we reverse this? Beast is going all over oh. trying to figure out how to reverse this. It just got, you know, repetitive and annoying. Yeah, yeah but for just those eight issues, I enjoyed it, you know. It could have been a little better, but it was yeah. real strong, though. Was, so. I think it's fun. And if you want to go back and read, like, Decimation, which is where Scarlet Witch actually went crazy, I think that was yeah. pretty good, too. I do want to read that. I didn't know what it was called, though. So it's called Decimation. Is that what it is? <laughs> um, I think, I think that was, no, that's the event where the X-Men lost their powers. Um, I guess I think it was Avengers Disassembled is the actual book. Oh, that it's, sounds uh, I want to say it, it's Avengers probably like 497 to 500, something like that. I'll look it up. But uh, hopefully there's a trade paperback. I just yeah. Order. But, um, and it basically it took the so, uh, right. it took the Avengers down for a little while. Yeah. Hey Larry, one of the Avengers that died was your buddy Hawkeye. Yeah. <laughs> that ain't my friend. <laughs> but then, but then he came back. And then House of M brought him back, back there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> By now, I think all of the people who died in that have come back because <laughs> no one ever stays dead. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um, and they ended up like convoluting it a bunch later where it's like, oh, yeah, the reason her powers got so strong was because Dr. Doom did something to her and he's the one who made her crazy and stuff. It's like, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Not so good. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> see you on for the submarine bullshit. Should we do that? Yeah. <laughs> Tuffy. Hello. What's hey, on? it's Tuffy, everybody. Not much. Same old. Just, uh, I like to think a submarine is like a Welsh Wes Anderson movie. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. Sounds Holy right. fuck. <laughs> yeah, for, for those who don't know what submarine is, it's on 2B TV. It came out in 2010. Tuffy, why don't you to give us the basic premise of this film, Tuffy? Uh, the narrator main character is called Oliver Tate. And, um, He's just like a weird 16-ish year old kid. Uh, And he's worried that his parents are going to split up because his mom's like ex-boyfriend from 20 years ago just moved in nearby. And he's trying to uh, have this girl be his girlfriend. And he's just really weird. Yeah, when you say he's trying to have this girl, you mean Oliver. Yeah, it's like Rushmore except set in Wales kind of. Yes. Dude, that's exactly what I said. Um, it's a coming of age <laughs> film, one of those deals. And you know, I, Larry, yeah. I, I think I, I don't know how you feel about coming of age movies, Larry, but I've come of age. I'm very old. So I just don't give a fuck <laughs> about these movies. You know? No, and, uh, but my, uh, my notes on this the thing I said was, yeah, if I was a teenager born in Wales and I had never seen a Wes Anderson film, I would think this was awesome. But I am a 45-year-old man who was born in the United States who has seen so many Wes Anderson films that I now hate Wes Anderson 
So yeah, I do not like this movie, but you know, whatever. It's fine. It's a good movie, I guess, but it's just such a ripoff of Wes Anderson. Holy fuck. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know what it was when I picked it. I just um, thought, you know, we've had a an Irish movie with Sing Street, a English movie with Attack the Block, so we might as well go for Wales, and all we got left is stop. Wow, nice. <laughs> oh, nice. man. Wow. What's something with Drew McIntyre? Well, we went Thailand. Go. Scotland. Oh, yeah, Thailand. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've covered them oh, all. You know, we've covered the entire British Isles there. Um, I guess this movie is based on a book. This movie was based on a book that came out in 2008. And right away, I'm like, well, this whoever wrote this is in their early 20s. And, and sure enough, yeah, this dude who wrote it was like 25 or so when he wrote it, 26. Um, it just it had, It's one of those films, you know? It's just one of those. You know, yeah. Where the, where the 15-year-old is super pretend, like precocious and just doesn't fit in. He's a little awkward. Uh, it, like, it's Rushmore set in Wales. That's basically what it is. Yeah. Larry, you seem to be very excited about that. You seem to like it. Uh, this movie, yeah, I like this movie a lot. Wow. All right. I mean, it's a good movie. It's not bad. You know, it's just like. Yeah. It's, that's how I felt. It's. Yeah, it's, it's a good movie, but it's just if you've seen Wes Anderson films. <clears throat> For the first half, I, I was going along pretty good, and I kind of I was I was like, all right, this is this is pretty decent. But by the end, he just becomes such a dick that you're just like, I can't root for this kid anymore. <laughs> he sucks. Yeah. Well, it's not. I felt like the first once they got to part three, it kind of lost like, hey, this is fun and quirky, and it just kind of goes more straightforward and it's more serious. And it's not really – it doesn't feel like the same movie it did early on. But then they kind of get it back a little bit at the end. I don't know. I mean, it's still – I don't know. I enjoyed it. I thought it was weird enough. When when they first – the opening movie has like uh, a disclaimer from Oliver Tate, the main character. And it's real pretentious <laughs> yeah. and shit about how, basically how great yeah. he is. And I'm like, oh, fuck this kid. Fuck this movie already. And then maybe a minute into the movie, like, they're just kind of panning his room, and you hear, like, a clock ticking, click, click. And then, like, on the last click of the clock, like, the kid looks into the camera, like, side-eye, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to be into this. <laughs> really? I knew right then I was going to like this movie. Why? You swooned? When you I don't know. I, I was like, all right, we're going to have some fun here. It's it's going to be It's going to be <laughs> silly. Because I didn't watch a trailer. I didn't know anything about this movie. Yep. So, I don't know. Yeah, I did have some good moments of humor. Yeah. I can't remember a lot of them, but I, I, I liked it. <laughs> like the awkwardness between him and that, uh, what's her name, Julia or something? Um, Jordana. Jordana. Jordana, yeah. yeah right? Like that. their scenes together are great. Like I thought like they're just awkward enough together. Like she's... I don't know, like more. She's more than standoffish. She's almost like resentful of him, but then still bangs him and stuff. I don't know. It's it's a weird yeah. relationship between us two, and I liked it. So it's a Welsh Ramona Flowers. Yeah, kind of. There, <laughs> I did feel elements of Scott Pilgrim in this movie for sure. Just not. And then uh, there's one scene. This is all very weird because it gets dark then for a while because uh, her mom gets uh, like brain cancer, and. Uh, or some sort of cancer, right? Just as a brain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was brain. But uh, 
So she's dying, and uh, obviously Jordana starts getting sad about it, and he doesn't want anything to change. He doesn't want uh, her her to get gooey inside, I think is how he put it, to get overly emotional and change who she is because of these tragic circumstances. So he's trying to think of ways to, like, ease her through it, and he's like, oh, I know, I'll kill her dog. <laughs> because Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pets, the death of pets gets people used to death, so I will kill her dog. But then before he can kill her dog, he gets a phone call from her. Her dog got hit by a train and is dead. Like, oh. All right. He had to go scoop it up with a shovel. Mm-hmm. Well, that worked out. Yeah. You don't want to bury it because foxes will come dig it up and eat the carcass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's just, yeah, yeah he's it's very like weird. You know. He sure is. Yeah. The, I don't know. And the whole time. I don't know if he's. Oh, go ahead, Larry. I was gonna. I don't know if he's, you know, like because Jenks, like, well, he's a dick at the end, but like, I, I just think he's just weird. He doesn't know how to interact with other human beings. Like even like when he just stares at his mom and dad, like from like the kitchen, like you see half of his face behind the door. And, like even when they acknowledge him, he still doesn't talk or anything. He just keeps staring. He's just fucking weird. Like there's one because there's one scene where he because uh, he's worried his parents are getting a divorce, as Jenks said. And uh, he goes to tell his mom. He sends, like, a love letter to his mom from his dad. Oh, I think that's what was going on. But it was, uh, you know, he wrote yeah. it. She obviously knows he wrote it. But he's talking to her. He's on the stairs. He's a couple stairs above her, trying to tell her that dad still loves you. He still wants to have sexual intercourse with you. He still finds yeah. you attractive. And he put, <laughs> yeah. he reaches out and he puts his hand on her shoulder. And, yeah, yeah. it's very, like, he, he doesn't know how to relate to people. Like, he's trying to relate no. to her. And, yeah. Yeah. It's like we both wanted to make this marriage work. Are you with us? <laughs> like what are you doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was kind of funny. The thing too we gotta mention about this kid is like throughout the whole movie he's he's like has this running uh dialogue in his head or he's narrating or however you want to describe it, but he thinks he's in his own movie. Like he has these delusions of grandeur that like he's kind of narcissistic in the sense where he thinks like the whole world's kind of revolving around him and everybody kinda of hinges on what his reaction's going to be to something or what he does. You know what I mean? And he has these things where he thinks every little moment should be like, oh, I wish I was here to record this. Like, people should be recording this right now. And it, it, So he has that going on. He has this thing where he's kind of living this movie in his head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It, it adds a, an element which adds to the weirdness of him. <laughs> sure does. He writes a lot of letters no. to this kid. Like he writes yeah. the girl yeah, a letter, yeah. like he's gonna give to her after they lose their virginity. <laughs> do we do we get a year on this movie? Does no, I don't think so. In? But it's like free no. cell phone, so it's got to be eighties, nineties. Yeah, I mean he has a cassette tape, and he's pretty happy about that. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, we never really sure. get a year. Doesn't matter. It's in the mid '80s, I'm guessing. So um, I don't know sure. what else. Hey, the the mother here. I like the mother, and I guess she's the famous actress. I have no idea. She's been nominated for Oscars <laughs> and she won yeah, Golden Globes. Yeah, Shape of Water. Never heard of her. At uh, Sally Hawkins. Uh, yeah, did you know who she was? Well, just because of the Shape of Water. Oh, yeah, I have no idea. The movie's lame-o. <laughs> oh, you watched it? 
Uh, I watched most of it. I was like, Jesus Christ, just fuck the fish or don't fuck the fish. But this is stupid <laughs> as hell, man. I can't get. Oh, she did fuck all, that man. fish. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even think I got to that point. <laughs> yeah, no, she did, sure did. Did she win something for that, or is she just nominated for the Academy Award? I don't know. Uh, I can't remember. I don't think she won. I, I saw. I saw she won a Golden Globe for like some movie called Happy Go Lucky. Oh, okay. I don't know. She was just nominated for the shape of water. Okay, nominated. Uh, what else about the? Oh, we should say her old her old boyfriend who moves in next door, who uh, you know he thinks his mom is having an affair with. Uh, he's like a new age guru with a mullet. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. He's kind of like uh, yeah. He's he, he's fun. He's not in it enough, and the, the girlfriend was hot too. <laughs> we didn't, we didn't get yeah. too much of her, yeah. but she was pretty sexy. Could he used more of her. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even notice her. I like was I was doing other stuff. So. Um, I think her name but, is Jim uh, Chan, and she's hot as balls. Chan. Um, Jim Chan. Oh. So that, there is a scene there at the end where, uh, like, he breaks up with Jordana because you know he's a good guy and she's going through all that stuff. Their mom dying, so he's like, yeah, it's a good time. I should just break up with her. So he breaks up with her. But he doesn't yeah. say and, anything. Uh, he not he answer her phone calls her. when she. Yeah. Yeah. Like he really, really wanted him at the hospital. He just stayed home with his dad, drinking hot lemonade. Yeah, he had some Christmas shopping to do. So he kind of goes off. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so there's a scene at the beach. Uh, like he, there's a big festival or some party going on at the beach, and he knows his mom and this Graham dude are going to be there because I guess he's holding a, an event there or something. So he goes to the beach, he sees Jordana, there's another dude, and then right after that he sees his mom go into Graham's van, because Graham has a van with his picture on the side of it, yeah. and yeah. so so he gets all upset, and uh, he gets he goes and, doesn't he go to the Graham's house and like trashes it or something, or I don't know, yeah. drunk. And, yeah, he takes a bunch of pills, yeah, he pisses all over his videotapes and shit, starts a fire <laughs> on his bed. So Graham's a nice guy about it. He just drops him off at the at the house and rings the doorbell and leaves. So they, they the dad takes him inside and and then when he wakes up, he's telling the dad, he's like, you know, I saw mom go in with Graham in the van with his face on it, and uh, and, and the, the dad's a really passive, like quiet guy. Um, oh, that's kind of why the that's kind of why the the wife is tired of him because he he just has no opinion. He's just spineless. Um, so, but he, his dad's like, yeah, I, you know, your mother and I talk and, and the kid's like, well, what, what happened inside that van there? And he's like, don't worry about it. That's just between me and your mother. And then the mother says, no, I should tell you what happened. I gave Graham a hand job. <laughs> <Well. laughs> I gave him a hand girl. Yeah. No wonder he, I wanted to try and awkward. relax him. <laughs> he's like stressed. Yeah. I was just trying to relax him. So I gave him a hand job. That reminded me of. Remember the guy like oh I I just I gave him relief. Oh yeah, that remember? <laughs> yeah, it was some documentary. He like kidnapped that guy's daughter, and he still got the dad to jerk him off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In relief. Yeah. He just, yeah. Right away, it, I it also yeah, reminds me remember. of Rushmore. I can't remember you guys talking about that. It also Mind reminds me of Rushmore, Rushmore because yeah, because one of the things was that. Uh, Schwartzman started a rumor about the one kid's mom that she was giving hand jobs to people. Oh, like, right. So, remember that? I, I like so, a hand job. I never saw Rushmore. Yeah. An old fashioned. Um, 
Yeah, it's good. Just for the oh, are they one of the greatest lines in the history of cinema? Oh, are they? Yeah, but I've seen that um, line, so there's, I don't really have to watch the movie. Well, Bill Murray's in it. I mean, I mean, is he in it a lot, or does he just pop up here and there? In a lot. Oh, okay. Uh, what else about the? By the way, I think it was abducted in plain sight. Is that it? Sounds about right. Or, well, what's know. it called? <laughs> Abducted, abducted in plain, in plain sight. sight. Oh yeah, yes, that's what it was. Yep, that was that's what it's called. Yeah, one dude gave another dude a hand job just because he's like, ah, he needed a relief. After <laughs> and the it was a dude <laughs> kidnapped his daughter. Yeah, and it was a married dude with a wife and a child who was kidnapped by the other dude, and he gave that dude yeah. a hand job. So and the wife just—it was so weird. I don't know. The wife oh, and the so wife was that. also banging that guy too, right? Wasn't the wife also banging that guy? Yeah, I think so. He was banging everybody yeah, pretty think, much, if I remember right. Yeah, he was banging everybody in that family. <laughs> it's got to be the most charismatic motherfucker alive. <laughs> He's Lee. Uh, all right. Uh, what else about submarine? Hmm. Um, well, here's one I, thing about submarine. I thought the ending. Why, why do they call it oh, submarine? Because he goes yeah. underwater like every kid does in every single fucking movie. Since The Graduate, they always go underwater. They're like trying to think about What, that one well, that was in the tub? His dad described like feeling like underwater all the time preceded that. Yeah, Dude, yeah and there was the part where he wrote that letter to the girl. Like he mentions, like, I would get in a tiny submersible and drive around in your veins or something like that. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, that's inner space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just cribbing from every other movie. What was the... Uh... I know... Oh, go ahead, Larry. Well, I was going to say, when, when the mom's looking through her little box of mementos, there is like a cartoon, like a crayon drawing of a submarine, but once again, they don't really like elaborate on that. You would think, okay, she's kept this picture. Probably the kid drew it when he was a little kid. It means something to her, and you named the movie after it. So maybe, you know, spend two minutes on it. Well, I'm just going to pretend <laughs> Graham drew that while she was giving him a hand job. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, then that's pretty good for a hand job. Otherwise, it's not yeah. good. When he gets hand jobs, he draws phallic objects. <laughs> it's just how he does it. I, that's how he works. I think this film would have been much better without the ending. <laughs> like without the little epilogue there. Yeah, the epilogue. Like, yeah, yeah, because I need like during the end of like break it up into chapters. At the end of chapter three, he uh, he goes to try and win Jordana back. He just sees her next sit next to her boyfriend. He's like he's like I realize I treated you terribly. And I'm sorry. I'm full of regret. Now's the point in the movie where you go away with me. You leave him and you come with me. And he's like, Are you going to do that? And she's like, No. And he just runs off. And I think, like, if we see him come to terms with that he fucked up and that he has to grow and become a better person and live his life, that's fine. That's a nice little ending. But instead they tack on an epilogue where it just forces a happy ending where I don't know if one was earned. Like, I don't know if he earned a happy ending. Happy ending because at the same time, she went and got another dog, even though she's allergic to dogs. So she just, you know, likes to harm herself, I guess, might be the point. (laughs) (laughs) A, this is pre becoming a cutter. Or yeah, sorry. Right. Maybe, maybe, maybe sometimes it's about redemption and just you know. Yeah, you know, I know. I get it, but I just don't know. Like, 
But I just don't know if it was – like, it seems when they were together, like, I don't know why she would want to be back with him to, in any way, shape, or form. But why like, would he, he want to be with her, too, yeah. though? She was a dick to him as well. They're both weird. At the be- I guess. Yeah, I, she I don't him I, I just, he made the, uh, the big girl at the beginning fall in the puddle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I that was him. And that big, that big girl was <laughs> well, not uh, his him. first kiss. But that big girl yeah. was his first kiss, and he still treated her like shit. So let's, again, shows you what <laughs> an awful person he is. Well, he yeah, only did that to, to in. impress Jordana. Yeah, he saw her laughing at it, and he's like, "Well, I better get in on this. Then she'll fall in love with me." He said he but knew it, it was a bad thing, and he didn't like it. Yeah, but it still <laughs> makes him a terrible person. He's in love. All right. So I, love. So, yeah, I guess if they're just two fucked up people and you just write them off as fucked up people, then all right, they're together. So it's happy and they're both fucked up. Yay. Um, it's fine. I just think of the movie would have been better if we don't have that ending. I don't know. It seemed a little forced happy ending. Yeah, I agree. It wasn't yeah. really earned. Two, like, I didn't think these two were soulmates. It's definitely once again like don't don't you know for people listening that didn't watch the movie it's not like they fucking you know hug and start making they barely look at each other is, is how they're this is what the happy <laughs> ending is they just stand <laughs> next back to each again. other in two feet of water and they kind of side eye each other for a second so I mean yeah but there's no they're back together we're gonna make this work yeah they're back together maybe is is you know as back together as those two weirdos could be. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Like, they seem like they're two people that would have sex but not really look at each other. Or he would look away <laughs> and she would make fun of him while they were having sex. It seems like that kind yeah. of relationship. Or he would he would cry <laughs> and she would make fun of him for crying. Yeah, he could definitely do that too, yeah. There's a chance she hits or him. maybe she'd <laughs> I'd like to yeah. um, Maybe at some point she gives Graham a handjob. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Totally. He also probably like the kind of kid. Ooh. Well, I would say he would probably stand outside his parents' room while they made love and masturbate. He seems like he would do that. <laughs> well, well, at the end of the film, like he, he barges in saying they're they're making a sweet sweet love. They're back together. His parents are making a sweet yeah. love, and he just barges in their bedroom and he's like, "I am going to be worrying about Jordana when I'm 38. This is a big thing." And then he just leaves, and he turns the lights on when he leaves. What a dick. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah call back to earlier in the movie. I like it. Because he always wanted the lights at that level, and then finally they're there, and he's like, oh, no, this ain't the right time for that. <laughs> I, I don't know. I thought it was solid. I don't know. I liked it. Yeah, yeah it's a good movie. I, I, it, I liked his, just, uh, his buddy. His buddy was cool. Yeah, uh, the, he's a dick though. Uh, like a yeah. boots or something dick. they call him. Yeah, he tries to kick oh, him the at dude one with point. The, the, Yeah, all right. Yeah, he's more like his antagonist though. Is he more than his buddy? I don't know. He's kind of like. <laughs> wasn't he the guy who was banging <laughs> Jordana before he was? No. No. No, that's the guy uh, who had him in a headlock. No. I think that's a different yeah, person. He's, he's the one that like. He took the note from him and showing everybody. Right. He looks weird. He kind of had suspenders on or they something. All he was like weird. a cool guy. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that is true. All these kids look weird. This kid looked like little John Lennon or something. I don't know. Maybe Paul McCartney or something. <laughs> I can see that. Then we, then we get the kid with the long neck. Yeah. 
Yeah, that kid's weird, weird too. Yeah. Like the new boyfriend. <laughs> what a, a weird-looking kid. George. So, yeah, summary. If, like, you've never seen a Wes Anderson film, you're going to love this. If you have, <laughs> I mean, you'll be like, eh. This is... This is no Royal Tannenbaums or anything. Like, let's calm down. No. But, I mean, it's the same kind of feel and same dirt. Like, you can tell the director is heavily influenced by Wes Anderson. Yeah, but he doesn't, like, bash you over the head with it. It's 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 cute and quirky. I don't know. I, too, you know, probably I think I in Wales, it, Wes Anderson's not the, you know, he's not as well-known over there. Like, they're not all like, oh, I Larry. love Wes Anderson. Larry. Larry. <laughs> what kind of movies do you think they watch over there? Just Welsh movies? That's all they watch? No, they watch Hollywood movies. No, of course not. But they're going to like their own movies. <laughs> yeah. But Larry, of... there's like four Welsh films made every year. Yeah. <laughs> Hollywood movies are all over the world. This kid was, I guarantee this kid jerks off to Wes Anderson. He loves That's Wes fine. Anderson. That's fine. Um. I don't know. One out of ten, Larry. What are you giving it? Eight. Jank? <laughs> uh, I think I'd go like a six. It was above average. I'll give it a six as well. Uh, Tuffy? Yeah, it's like a seven. Oh, there you go. Six, six, seven, eight. What it is. What can you do? Um, Could have been worse. Is next Jank, are you up next? I think so. It better not suck, I'll Jake. Fuck it up. <laughs> fuck it up. Oh, man. I'm a grouper. is on Prime. <laughs> What's on Prime? MacGruber. <laughs> MacGruber. <laughs> but, but, yeah, when, when Tuffy said submarine, I looked on Tubi, and the first thing I saw was submarines. Yeah. So, uh, it, I saw it's like an there. action film about a, a Russian sub or something. So, you know, Jake, if you want. Submarines. <laughs> yeah, they're going to blow up the LA, going. I think. I hope someone gets a hand job in that one, too. <laughs> a hand roll. <laughs> it's not like she said a hand roll, but who the fuck knows? Sometimes they're fucking. <laughs> she could have said hand job. Could have been something else. Yeah, she said hand I'd get a hand out from her, though. Yeah, I like the mom. No problem there. Yeah. Um, so, all right. Uh, what else? Tuffy, what else have you been doing this week? Anything exciting? No, not really. Uh-huh. Tuffy, did, did you watch Oscar? Did you watch Oscar and Charlotte beat your Riot Squad tonight on SmackDown? No, I usually watch SmackDown on Saturday. Oh, spoiler alert! Riot Squad. Lost. Yeah, that's fine. I already saw it on Twitter, so. Oh, way to go! All right. Fair enough. They ruined everything. Well, because Mike Dell retweeted <laughs> something about Oscar and Charlotte winning the match. Yeah. Oscar. No. Yeah. <laughs> there was an Oscar tweet so like, between all of his penguin tweets yeah, yeah. Oscar, no penguin tweets my toughie are you happy about that no penguin tweets today. yeah I mean that's a good start <laughs> <laughs> Larry uh, I did you watch uh... yeah I did have a question for Tuffy Tuffy did you get anything in the mail yet yeah I was going to mention that okay I got the uh, Three Ozzy Osbourne t-shirts. So thanks. Holy hell. 
three offers. I, I, I was, uh, what's today, Friday. I think it was Wednesday. Once again, I was back like, this is like the third time I had to email him. And I was like, listen, it shouldn't take you a month to put three shirts in an envelope. So either send them out now or give me my money back. Well, Ozzy's very old. You know, he doesn't move as quick as he used to. I hear you. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah, three back and forth with them. Oh, you ordered these from like an official Aussie store? Yeah, from AussieOsborne.com or whatever. The Aussie <laughs> shop. They had like, they had a sale or whatever uh, back in December. It was like the mystery bundle or whatever. It was just like three mystery shirts. Oh. And I was like, all right, I'll get that for Tuffy. He likes Aussie, I'm sure. Are, are the shirts any good or are they are they lamos? No, they're pretty good. Uh, I think they're all from his last tour. That got like, postponed with COVID. Trying to unload. Well, but that, uh, yeah, I don't, I, I'd have to look at them and see if they're the. Because like he finished the North American leg of the tour, but then I think the European leg got all canceled. Like, do you own <laughs> any of these shirts already? No. All right. Yeah. Well, at least there, there you go. It's something. Something different. Yeah. It's kind of like when the team loses the Super Bowl, but they already printed up those shirts. So now they got to find something to do. Yeah. Yeah, so like the, South the only ones. Yeah, oh, the, the only ones you have are Tuffy, oh. Kids, and Zimbabwe. They're the only ones wearing their shirts. <laughs> yeah, this was the leftover merchandise from the North American leg of the tour, it looks like. Uh, There's some good candidates on here. I don't know. At least yeah. they got there. I just wanted to make sure they weren't dicking me because I was getting pissy. No, I got them. All right, good, good, good. Same Wednesday uh, or Thursday. I don't know. It's out of town Wednesday night. Uh, you I go to know. Michigan? Oh. No, I, I had a work thing Thursday. Like a work party or a work like you had to go to court type of thing? Work work. Like a thing up north. Ooh. gens <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lots of DJs. Lots of DJs up country. there. Right. DJs from up north. Yeah. yeah. Uh, T- Tuffy, were you saying you were watching something else this week or Twin Peaks? Uh, yeah. Uh, I stumbled uh, on a YouTube channel called Real World Police. That okay. a lot of like uh, <laughs> like just dash cam footage, body cam footage that people got through Freedom of Information requests. But okay. uh, they stumbled on this one guy who's like a security officer who has a bunch of impersonating police officer charges. So there's a ton of video of this guy interacting with the cops, and it is hilarious. <laughs> like, why, like what makes it hilarious? Um, he's just a weird, strange person who gets all worked up every time he gets stopped because he – thinks he's a police officer, I guess. Like, I guess in Florida, you can run a security business that provides escorts to funeral processions. So he has, like, what looks like a police motorcycle. Like, he looks like um, Lieutenant Dangle from Reno 911, kind of. (laughs) All right. So, like, when they pull him over and shit is it like you know you know what are you up to and he's like oh you know I'm on my way to like a 317 
Like, is it that yes, kind of thing where you're is, talking? Uh, <laughs> it is like that. <laughs> nice. Yeah, where he's like, so we're going to do a 507 here, or are you going to let me go? And it's like, what What are you talking about? <laughs> are you going to arrest me what or is, not? It's like, uh, what is the okay. Name of this real, real, what's the name of this Real dude? World Police, and the guy's name is Jeremy DeWitt. Okay. Huh. All right. Because then there's another out. video where it's like, uh, that stuff's all happening in Florida. There's another video where he's up in Chicago at like an Airbnb with his wife, and he was throwing like – not lawn chairs, but like deck chairs from the sixth floor of the Airbnb he was staying at down on the tow truck. <laughs> and then the cops show up there and like, they don't know who he is, but every time he talks to a cop, it's like, I know you guys all have it out for me, this, that, and the other. And it's like, dude, none of these people know who you are. You're just some lunatic <laughs> throwing chairs off a roof. <laughs> and like when he's talking to the Chicago cops, you know, he, acts like he's a cop to try and get them to cut him a break. And he's like, you know, I'm state certified down in Florida. They're like, what do you mean state certified? What does that mean? (laughs) Well, you know, I'm state certified. And it's like, it's, it's great because he is just insane. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I watched uh, a bunch of that. The guy looks, huh? You're breaking up there, Mike Dell. Can you hear me? Not really, no. Not so much. (laughs) I don't know. Anyways, Jeremy DeWitt, you say? Yeah. Yeah, they got a bunch of other videos on there. Some Some of those are pretty good, but that's mostly what I've been wasting my time on. You're under uh, Red Letter Media, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I had another problem this week. Uh, You know, I have like a a MacBook Pro computer that I bought four and a half years ago. I was busy editing some video on that, and it just like uh, reset itself. Oh. Said, oh, there was a problem, so we have to restart. Takes me back to the login screen, so I go to log in does it again, takes me back to the login screen. So I figured I'd just shut it down and turn the whole thing back on again. So I turned it off and it wouldn't turn back on. <laughs> oh God. Yikes. Yeah. How old is that thing? Like four and a half years, hmm. which apples are not supposed to die after four and a half years. That's why you pay <laughs> up the ass for them. Oh. So I call it with porn. Is that the problem? No, I have a separate machine for that. <laughs> yeah, that's good thinking. I do the same thing. I have a, I have a separate machine. Yeah, well. you don't do that on the expensive Wait. equipment. No, 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 no. Can you hear me now? Oh, hey, there's Mike. Yeah, yeah now you're clear. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, Tuffy, what kind of videos are you editing? I had no idea you're a video editor. Yeah, I have like a GoPro, so I shoot all kinds of video stuff up at the lake in Michigan and stuff. What? Yeah. This is a side of Toffee. I had no idea. (laughs) When can we see these videos, Toffee? They're on YouTube. What? (laughs) (laughs) You got a YouTube channel? Toffee. This is all new to me. Why don't you bring this up? Yeah, mention this. Uh, Let's go. YouTube.com slash Toffee Dykstra. 
Oh, all right. You're promoting a world cool. police or whatever, but you're not promoting your own YouTube channel. Come on, Tom. Yeah. Well, I don't think anyone wants to watch like an hour of like family video, basically. I do. Tuffy. I want to get into this Dykstra family. I want to see what's going on there. You're yeah. gonna be. You're gonna get at least four views out of this. Us three. And <laughs> yeah. Well, you're not gonna view. Well, Street Dreamer will do it. We gotta know what happened yeah. in Michigan and and why why you're so compelled yeah. to go there all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I gotta see what Michigan's all about. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I, I just imagine. Yeah, so Tuffy, I called the uh, Tuffy and his whole family standing around smoking darts. That's what I think. I, I just see it like being very Kennedy like, just super Republican. <laughs> um, Kennedy comp. Well, like you're like half the sweaters right. tied around the neck type of thing. <laughs> I would say you're half right. It's super Republican, well, but not very Kennedy like. Mm. Yeah, the Kennedys were yeah. Democrats there, but you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Don Kennedy was a John Kennedy was a Republican. No, no, he wasn't because he, nope. he was a Republican. <laughs> hmm. That was close. Yeah, he had a 50 50 shot at it. Yeah. Put <laughs> the wrong way on it. Oh, yeah. Scott is confusing yeah. him with Abraham Lincoln, who was a Republican. Mm. <laughs> yes. Or Richard Nixon, who was a Republican. <laughs> All right. Um, well, Tuffy, I'm, I'm impressed. What other? When you say you edit videos, just to, you also mean you edit porn, right? Amateur porn, a lot of amateur porn. No. Are you water no. skiing? Uh, yeah, and some of it. Nice. Wow, like the fawn golf swing video. Are you smoking a dart while you're water skiing? Um, no, I don't think that's possible. Hmm. Oh, it's possible. Have you ever gone off a jump? <laughs> no. Right. No. You know Have you ever crashed on the water ski? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, I got hurt. a concussion last oh. summer. Oof. Holy hell. Ooh. I hear it's I like on the road. We we knew you last summer. <laughs> We've known you for many years. Why didn't you bring up the fact that you got concussed while water skiing? <laughs> we never have shit to talk about, Tuffy. I know that's uh, like that well, because it happened in the summertime. It happened in the summertime, so I was probably up in Michigan like the next week, so I didn't call in. <laughs> well, you still, and you're too concussed to remember it two weeks later. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Well, probably. see, I didn't know in the moment. In the moment, I like, you know, I just knew I hurt my head. It was the post-concussion syndrome that I figured out I had a concussion. Because the next time I went and had some physical exertion, I had a, like, migraine headache. You know what I mean? Yeah. After you hit your head, like, you just hit your head on the water, I take it? Yeah. Yeah. And you didn't go to the hospital or anything? You just thought you got your bell rung? That kind of situation? No, I said, bring the rope back around. I'm still skiing. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's why it's called tough. He's tough. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like I had blurry vision or headaches in the moment. That was, was more the post-concussion syndrome symptoms that yeah. made me think I was cussed. You didn't lose any time or anything? No, no, I was fine. No, my brother had a concussion a couple of years ago skiing where uh, he had blurry vision and was vomiting. Oh, damn. He did go to the hospital, and then they told him, like, 
Yeah, take it easy. Here's your bill for yeah, like did, $500. I had a couple playing hockey. Larry, uh, you, you hit your head on that table that one time, right? Knocked yourself out. Oh, down, yeah. Right? Or? Yeah. Fuck. What was that? Your, your <laughs> oh, eggs ready? <laughs> your bell rung? The, uh, the cord <laughs> almost came out of the phone. Oh. So I don't know. All right. Um, yeah, yeah, I banged my head. Yeah, yeah, I had a concussion. It was it was terrible. Yeah, yeah. I had, I had two playing the hockey, and one was uh, really bad. Like I lost time and blacked out. Like I don't remember much, you know. Um, but the other one wasn't that bad. But Jank, did you <laughs> yeah, ever have any massive uh, head injuries? No, I've been lucky. Um, I guess yeah. I just don't ever do anything. <laughs> That's probably the yeah. what's keeping me safe. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Uh, yeah, my computer right. just like crapped out, so I called Apple yeah. support, and the guy's like, "Well, try pushing these three keys in the power button." It's like, if it's not fucking turning on from just the power button, what are these extra keys going to do for it? It'll do it. I'm telling you, it'll do it. Did it do it? No, it didn't do it. So then he tells me, "Oh, we can just go to the Apple store. There's one in this place and this place." And I was like, "Where are those at? St. Louis." That's fucking an hour and a half away. I'm not driving to St. Louis to go to an Apple store. St. Louis? Yeah, so he said, all right, we'll we'll mail you a box. You'll get an email. So I get an email, and it says, you know, click here to confirm whatever, whatever. And then it says, oh, also click here to confirm the payment. Here's the estimated cost of repair. Nobody's even looked at this thing. All I've done is tell a guy on the phone, yeah, it doesn't turn on. And the estimated repair cost is $750. Yeah, <laughs> it could just yeah. be like an internal battery. Or <laughs> yeah. so what'd you do, Tuffy? Wow. Well, a new lap, a new MacBook Pro is like twenty eight hundred dollars. So oh, twenty eight hundred. Oh, he's a yeah, he's a so... video editor, Mike Dell. He's not messing around. He's getting a good MacBook. Yeah. yeah, so I mailed it off, and now the question is whether fixing it's going to wipe the hard drive because I've spent, like, the last month and a half editing video from last summer. And I, oh, no. And I hope this isn't a Hunter Biden situation. I hope you don't have all kinds of pictures of your cock on there. <laughs> uh, no, not all kinds, just one with the yardstick so they know what they're dealing with. <laughs> <laughs> you got to measure your m and That's what the cool kids are doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I use I use the centimeter side, but I covered up the uh, the centimeter. Yes. Good job, Tuffy. Good job. I could see the guy going through it, going like, "Hey, hey, we can't mess around. Look, look what we're dealing with over here." He got the yardstick out. Like, let's fix this thing right. Oh, hey, we, we can segue into Seinfeld with this because uh, remember that one where George was taking his photos in to get developed, and he thought the girl was flirting with him. I put mm-hmm. in the lingerie. Yeah, the artist. And then he did this. <laughs> yes, he had the, did the sexy photo shoot with Kramer. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that's a classic. The Pens won. The word is tasteful. The Penguins actually won. And that's what oh, Street yeah. Rumors saying on Twitter. Only looks nice. Because <laughs> there's a their defense is questionable. It is very questionable. They won in overtime. Wow, good for Teddy them, I Bluger. guess. Oh, you can't stop Teddy Bluger. <laughs> you can only hope to contain him. <laughs> He's very good. <clears throat> yeah. 
Hey, Larry, the other day he turned around their whole season maybe with a uh, – he scored shorthanded by five on three. Shorthanded by two men. I saw it. Breakaway. I saw that That may goal. have turned the whole season around. So, yeah. An assist from Casey DeSmith or Jari. I don't know who was in that for that game. but DeSmith. They shot it up yeah. the ice. Okay. Yeah, I saw the highlights um, on our, Twitter. All right. You, uh, you want another Seinfeld top 11? Are you ready? I'm always ready. I wasn't ready. Jank, just I, play I, along, even though you've never <laughs> – how is it that you've never watched Seinfeld, Jank? I don't yeah, understand. You get on that. I don't know. I just – it never happened. I meant to. <laughs> <laughs> you, you and Tuffy. All right, who, it just slipped my mind for the past 30-something years. Or will you watch Seinfeld first? <laughs> oh, he'll watch Seinfeld first. I mean, that, there's how well, many no seasons, like now, nine? I might watch uh, Twin Peaks this weekend, maybe. Oh, yeah. Oh, all of a sudden, the DVDs are paying. <laughs> yes, uh, Jake, there's uh, nine seasons, I believe 180 episodes. So, I yeah. believe that's yeah. a lot. That's a commitment. Well, yeah, the first season is only like six episodes. Yeah, yeah the first season. It's not very funny. Yeah. It was a summer replacement show, I believe, when it came on. So, um... All right, so here we go. Top 11, Sign. Seinfeld Chronicle. What's that, Larry? Oh, Chronicles. Yeah, That's right, Chronicles. Should I play the theme song for the top 11 or now? Nah? Oh, well, we haven't heard it in a while. Go ahead. Fire it up. All right, it's kill a minute. Seconds. The numbers all go to 11. Celsius Hockey Team Top 11. 11. 11. All right, um, number 11. This guy was never even on the show, technically. Bob <laughs> Sacamano. Uh, Bob <laughs> yeah, famous friend Bob Sacamano, who <laughs> happens to know everything or everybody in some way has it, owns yeah, it, Kurt, knew it. Bob Sacamano yeah. is the guy to go to. <laughs> and I like the one where uh, the Kenny Rogers episode where they switch apartments, and then Jerry's freaking yeah. out because he's living in Crenshaw. And he goes, I was up last night talking to my friend Bob Sacamano. <laughs> <laughs> and he tells him I think get those yeah. Russian hats. And he's yes. like, are they made with real are they real Russian hats? Well the difference is negligible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, you seem stressed out. Oh, I'm stressed. I think Bob Sacramento's father's in an episode two with the uh, the wizards. <laughs> yeah, because Bob's not a wizard. Got That's a willard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the Wizards. Uh, God, I got to watch these. All right. Number 10. All right, I, I didn't like this guy at first, but uh, on the second viewing that I'm doing of Seinfeld, he's pretty entertaining. Uh, Jay Peterman. <laughs> Jay oh, Peterman. God. I love Jay Peterman. I, I He always annoyed the hell out of me in the, early, the first run through. <sighs> but uh, the, the episode that really cracks me up is uh, – the one where he he and George end up going to they have dinner like Elaine Bell's on the dinner and then Jerry Bell's on the dinner and George can't come up with an excuse so he has to have dinner with Peterman and they end up going to Peterman's mom's house because she's like dying and they, and George reveals his uh his uh ATM code to her Bosco, Bosco. Oh, yeah, and yeah, she yeah. starts saying she starts yelling Bosco as she dies uh it's very funny because then Peterman writes an entry in his catalog for some I don't know shirt or whatever and he's like. Uh, this man, devious little man, he had a secret. His name was Costanza, and he killed my mother. 
Uh, I love Jay Peterman. I think he's fucking hilarious. That episode where Elaine like goes and finds him, she's like, "What are you doing here?" Oh, you may know it as me and more, but it'll always be Burma to me. Like that, that I just I always thought that that was awesome. That was the Kenny Rogers episode because she had to go find him because she had to uh, get him to write off the eight thousand dollar expense for the Russian fur hat. Uh, okay. That's awesome. Do you know what his real name is on the show? Like J, what the J stands for? Uh, Jonas. It's like Jacopo. J-A-C-O-P-O. Jacopo. Jacopo? And like, I never realized this, but I guess J. Peterman was an actual clothing. I thought it was a spoof of a clothing company, but there was an actual clothing company called J. Jay Peterman, and the guy that owned it was named John Peterman. So that's what they created this character. Like, like I thought there was something called, like, I don't know, Jay Peterson or something, but it was actually Jay Peterman. <laughs> so I had no idea. Plus there's Jay yeah. Crew. You should come out with Jay Ank. <laughs> Jay Ank. <laughs> <laughs> I'd buy it all. <laughs> yeah, you'd be famous, man. Number nine, right. Bob Cobb. Bob Cobb. The Cobb salad guy? No, that's... Uh, no, that's... In, that's Kirk's uh, enthusiasm. enthusiasm. This Bob Cobb was the maestro. The maestro. Oh, uh, I kind of remember me maestro. Not What's one going house on? in Tuscany. <laughs> yeah, the Tuscany episode. Uh, uh, oh, okay. Let, he dated Elaine... And he always insisted on being called the maestro. And he was yeah. like the uh, conductor of a the policeman's benevolent orchestra or something. Organization. Really. Yeah. But, and Jerry never wanted to call him maestro because he's always stupid. And he's like, you got to call me maestro. Uh, he's in two episodes. One where he gives Kramer the bomb that heals his coffee burn when he's going to sue the company yeah. for the coffee. I told you to put the bomb and, on. I tell you put the bomb yeah, on. Yeah. And, uh, and then the other one, uh, there's a great scene where he's playing pool with Frank Costanza's house, but the room is so small. Um, so Kramer starts using the maestro's little baton as a tool cue. He starts cleaning also, up. not so, wearing yeah. pants because that way you save the crease. Yes. So none oh, of them I remember that too. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember. Was he anybody famous? I don't remember who. What he looks like. No. No. I think so. No, he wasn't anyone famous. Hey, I. Uh, you know, another good Jay Peterman one is where. Uh, Elaine fails the drug test because she's eating all those poppy seed muffins and bagels and whatnot. And he thinks she's yeah. on opium. And he's yelling at her about that. That was pretty good, too. Yeah. The yam yam? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. All right, number eight. Uh, this this fella comes on in season nine, final season. Mr. Kruger of uh, Kruger Ooh. Industrial Smoothing. Yeah. <laughs> he's George's boss. I think this guy just died, like, not... Too long ago. Two, 2015, I think I saw. 2015. Okay. I that think that's all. But yeah, Mr. Kruger, uh, he's like a total fuck up at this company. Like, it's funny because George is now like the guy, he's carrying the company on his back, and Kruger's just like a fuck up. And, uh, I like, he, he's he, definitely he calls, in the Festivus episode. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Because yeah, that's the human that. fund. George gives him a card for the human fund that he made a donation. Yeah. Human fund and all. Yeah. And, He's in the episode where George leaves on a high note all the time, 
and yeah. since ah. on a high note, yeah. <laughs> since uh, Kruger finds him so entertaining, oh, he fires everyone else. <laughs> so, so it's just uh, Kruger and Costanza working there, and at the end, it's Kruger just spinning himself around in his chair. He's like, "Look, George, it's all me. No feet. It's all me. <laughs> I'm no feet." Awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. Oh, fell off the side of the building. Now it just says K Uger. K Uger. That sounds like one of them old time car horns. K Uger. K Uger. And then he call. He's the one that calls uh, George uh, Coco, and then Gammy. Oh. Bone. T Bone. Why? Why no T Bone? Because Neil Watkins from accounting is T Bone. Uh, I love that episode. <laughs> Mr. Kruger. All right, number seven, Mickey Double Abbott. Zero. Oh, Mickey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is he dead? I have no idea. I, I want to say, but, I uh, think he's dead. But Mickey is Kramer's little buddy. He's like a little person. And uh, yep. he's in a few episodes. The one where uh, Kramer's the, the mall Santa Claus and Mickey's his elf. Then there's that one where they're. Uh, Acting out the diseases. Remember that? Oh one? yeah, uh, that one's good. Yeah, the the one <laughs> there's a classic one where they're like dating. They want to switch yep. partners. Yeah. Like, but that's a like that, what else is going on in that episode? That's like a famous episode. There's a lot going on in that episode, but it's most famous for yada yada yada. But uh, okay, it's uh, also in that episode. Uh, um, Tim Watley comes Jewish just for the jokes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and Jerry's also trying. Yeah, Jerry's dating uh, Deborah. What's her name? Messing. Messing. Deborah Messing. And then at the end, they find yeah. out she's like super racist. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dentist. I think Who she's super them? racist. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's a really good episode all around. Yeah. I hear you. Because like sometimes. The, like for a while there, they each get their own subplot. So sometimes, if you just get one real funny subplot, it's it's good, you know. But this one, there's like yeah. all of them are good. I live for Merle. All right, <laughs> number six, Tim Watley. The old tennis, oh, Tim Watley. 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 Yeah, he, he had a couple. Uh, a Jewish person? No, it offends me as a comedian. <laughs> Give me a stick wolf for I. And there's the episode where he has porn at penthouse magazines in his waiting room, and he's like a, a swinger all of a sudden. Remember that one? Yeah. Mm, I kind of remember that. That's uh, Cranston, right? Brian Cranston? Yeah, yeah. Brian Cranston. is. Well, Because uh, Jerry's waking awesome. up from going under, and he's all groggy, and he sees uh, uh, Watley like, putting his pants on and then nurse buttoning up her blouse. And he's like, what was going on when I was out? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I kind of remember that now. Trying, he was in like four or five. Oh, he was also in the re-gifting episode. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, with the label maker? Yeah, because yeah. Jerry gives the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Super, yeah, okay. The label baby junior. <laughs> Number five. Uncle Leo. Oh, Uncle Leo. I still like 
Lance and I still use that. Like it, he'll just like he'll go, "Hey, did you see so and so was on Raw last night?" And I'll just go, "Uncle Leo." Like we still use that <laughs> as a as a reply yeah. on a text a lot of times. Yeah, because there's because uh, there's a scene where George is calling him and he's all anxious. Oh, I think it's the one where he wanted the. He wanted to show the the pilot episode to those Japanese tours, right? No, I thought, right? Is that I what? thought it was when the that's the Keith Hernandez episode where he does that because he's calling Jerry to say he works for uh what's the fake company name no. George always uses Vandalay Industries. No, but he shows up in person to do that, doesn't he? Yeah, but first he tries calling him because he pulls some kid out of the phone booth and then the kid comes back with a cop, so then he ends up running to his apartment. Huh. Because they do that bit a, a few times. Another time they do it yeah. um, when he wants George, uh, Jerry to get the the, uh, the advertisements off his car because he skipped out of work to go on vacation with Susan. And his car is still at yeah. Yankee Stadium. And one time he says, Uncle Leo, one time I think he just says, who is this? Like that. And uh, Yeah. I don't know. But, uh yeah, Uncle Leo there said, uh, Jerry, hello. Oh. Wasn't there, wasn't still something with... hello. <laughs> like, <laughs> didn't didn't they do something like he, they shaved his eyebrows off and they gave him, like, mean-looking well, eyebrows and the doctor thought he was being, like, yeah, fussy or whatever? Was, uh, someone sending him a bomb in the mail because Kramer uh, takes his stereo and sends it through the mail damaged for insurance fraud. Oh, so Jerry, yeah. Yeah. Trying to bomb him. Yeah, Jerry, uh, his, his theory wasn't working, so Kramer sent it through for the the mail fraud. And Unc- he, Uncle Leo signed for the package and took it in, and then he told Jerry that he had his package because Jerry refused to sign for it. And then when Uncle Leo opened it up, there was an explosion on the phone, but it wasn't a bomb in the package. It was uh, like his uh, oven blew up or something. Yeah. Yeah. But he, it, it scorched all his eyebrows off and, uh, you know. Leo, there's no need. Yeah, because that's when Elaine's looking for uh, a new doctor because she did yeah. her charts. Yeah. Yeah, that that whole thing was stupid. I see that was I don't know, I didn't like any. They're of not all winners. No, they're not. Oh, Number geez. four, Kenny Banya. Gold, Jerry. Gold. <laughs> that's, that's gold, Jerry. Gold. <laughs> Why is it called Oval Team? <laughs> Mugs round. The jar's round. <laughs> the cup's round. Should be called round thing. <laughs> and his, like, his reaction to that, like, where his eyes, like, light up, <laughs> he's like, that's gold, Jerry, gold. That is so awesome. <laughs> Who's he? He's like, also he somebody cup? famous? No. Nope. No? Okay. Right. He's in a couple other episodes. One, he gives Jerry a suit because been, I've been working out. Yeah. I, am, uh, I, I used to be a 40. Oh. I'm a 42. I'm huge. Yeah. yeah. Do you lift the weight? Was you there should. some kind of dinner involved there? Well, that was the preview. No, that's yeah, because he owed him. He, well, he was going to. No, that was the payment for the suit. He, was gonna, he said Jerry had to give him a buy him a buy dinner him somewhere. Buy him a dinner. Well, he no, he had to buy him a dinner someplace like Mendy's, and then when they go to Mendy's, he just has a soup, and he says that doesn't count as a dinner. Yeah. And then they meet at the diner again, and Jerry buys him a sa- sandwich. A soup and a sandwich, and he goes, "Well, this counts as a meal, so order up." And he's like, "Nah, it's not a meal." Yeah. Yeah. 
And wasn't there an episode where he was somebody's mentor or vice versa? Yes. Uh, well, he, he uh, a, that AJ Langer girl from uh, uh, My So Called Life. Have you ever watched that? Remember her? I never Ray watched Ann it. From My so Called. Well, she was Jerry's girlfriend, and then Jerry found out that she had a mentor who was mentoring her in business, and her mentor was dating Banya. Uh, so okay. Jerry's like, that's when Jerry started mentoring Banya. And that's when he gave him the Ovaltine joke. Uh, oh, I see. Okay. All right. A couple other episodes of Banya. One, uh, he, he buys uh, Kramer's suit off him while he's at the store. So Kramer doesn't have clothes <laughs> right. and he has to call Jerry to get clothes. And uh, then there's one Uma where. Thurman's um, number in the pocket. Yep. That was one with Uma Thurman's number. And then the final season, the first episode, uh, the butter shave. Um, Banny is actually like successful at the comedy store, but Jerry says he's only successful because he comes on after me. He's a time slot hit. So he <laughs> takes <laughs> his performance. <laughs> but that episode points the phrase closet Banya fan. Cause, uh, he, oh, uh, he, okay. says, he says, George is a closet Banya fan. Now didn't our buddy Lance have a fantasy team called closet Banya fan at some point? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah. I, was I think say so. That yeah. Too. I like the think about it. Like, if I yeah. remember, is that the episode where, like, he, he, you see backstage and you're like, up next, it's Jerry Seinfeld, and he goes out, and you don't see him, you just hear him, like, and he's like, hey, everybody, who's ready to laugh? And they just, like, boo. <laughs> yeah. Is that, yeah. yeah. Awesome. You got, like, the suspenders on. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Who's ready to He's like, laugh? what's the deal with cancer? <laughs> 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 It's, it's pretty good. <laughs> All right, number three, David Putty. Oh, David Putty. come on, Putty's awesome. You got a yeah. sports team. You got I don't know sport. yeah, he's in so many good episodes. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was in he was in two episodes in season six. One was uh, with the move. Remember the move where Jerry told him his uh, his move, yeah. making the look yeah, yeah, yeah. of the lace. Yeah. And then the the second one was the Devils one, and then he wasn't in season seven or eight, and then season nine he was in like seven episodes or something. He was like in a ton of episodes in the last season. Um, yeah. That's the some, Twix episode, Some of the right? better ones. What was that, Tuffy? Twix episode of season nine, where he's just working at the car as yep. a car salesman now. Yeah, he's in Devils. Yeah, he got promoted one. to a car salesman. Uh, then there's They're one where Twix. he's uh, he has the Jesus fish. Elaine finds out that he's yeah. religious. Oh, yeah. And yeah. That one's tremendous. Uh, so good. <laughs> and, uh, the, the eight ball jacket. Larry, remember? Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. The eight ball jacket. All signs pointy, yes. <laughs> All signs pointy, yes. Yeah, it's awesome. And that gives you the man fur. Butter... Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, the fur coat. Yeah. And then um, that same episode where uh, George or Jerry's tanking at the comedy club for Banya. Uh, Elaine is coming back from Europe after spending a month in Europe with Putty, and they just show them on the plane the whole time. They keep breaking up and getting back together and breaking up. And uh, Putty calls the guy next to her on the other side of Elaine uh, vegetable lasagna. But it's just <laughs> yeah. <hilarious. laughs> oh, my God. Jerry's like, who is that? Vegetable lasagna. Who? Vegetable lasagna. <laughs> it is fucking hilarious. Uh. Uh, what? 
Wasn't he? Yeah, all there are, like, like, there are some awesome moments. There are some <laughs> awesome moments in Seinfeld. Wasn't yeah, there? Uh, I know. One, what, the germaphobe episode, right? That was Putty too. Right? Yeah, he was involved. Yeah, Putty's, Putty's great. Played he has by such Ed like, Ed like and he's awesome. He has like such a subdued, calm delivery, and it's just yeah. so great. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's he, yeah. he's a yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's a bit of a dummy. All right, number two. Newman. Oh, God, yeah. Newman. Newman. Yeah. Jambalaya. <laughs> yeah, you I control love the mail. You control <laughs> information. <laughs> yep. Yeah, there's so many good Newman lines. That, that's really yep. when the show started taking off on Newman. Because, like, he came in, like, as a regular pretty much, like, in season four-ish. Like even like Frank Costanza, who we'll be mentioning in a minute, uh, he didn't come in as a regular until like late three, four, you know. So mm-hmm. that's when the season, the show gets good. Yeah, um, well, yeah. Once we get into three, we're we're picking up. But uh, Newman, so many good episodes. Um, he was in the soup Nazi episode, yelling the jambalaya. Um, what else did he do? Jambalaya. Uh, the, the Keith Hernandez, the second spitter, all that stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, June fourteenth. Eyes, Keith Hernandez. <laughs> uh, he's in I the Kenny so. Rogers one too, because like, doesn't he have to eat broccoli? Yeah. And he's like vile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I watched. Uh, there's remember that the first episode of Lloyd Braun when it was a different actor playing Lloyd Braun was the fat free yogurt, and he was in there eating all that. Yeah, that was pretty good too. Um, oh, the muffin top episode. He comes in at the end as like the fixer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pulp. Yeah, like the pulp fiction. Uh, <laughs> repeat all the stuff. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Uh, want I think my stump. favorite, my favorite Newman line might be uh, that episode where Elaine had that dog next door. He was keeping her awake, so they kidnapped the dog and they take yeah, it out yeah. the country. <laughs> and the cops come to they they find out and they come to arrest Newman. And he opens the door and he just says, "What took you so long?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is awesome. Mm. He is pretty goddamn uh, fucking hilarious. <laughs> you control information. Hello. He's the one who tells um, on Jerry and his girlfriend making out at Schindler's List. Yep. <laughs> she wasn't good enough. Like, doesn't Jerry? He dates yeah. one of yeah. Newman's he old dates someone girls. Who's, yeah. Yep. But I don't, I don't remember it. why or what. Who, She's just yeah, not my remember. type. I like someone no, who's really was. pretty. <laughs> yeah, I need, I need a really pretty face. <laughs> uh, uh, so good. <laughs> right. Once. Twice. Three times. Ah! That episode where uh, is, is that the bottle returns where they're doing the bottle returns? The no, fucking, uh, no, that's, no, that's the wide lanes and yeah. Oh, that's Kramer the talking Nixon. The... Okay, yeah. the same episode where Jerry uh, Jerry's dating a Jenna Kristen Davis and her toothbrush goes in the toilet. Kramer adopts that highway, yeah. so he makes four lanes, two lanes. And Elaine's and, uh, uh, ordering the flounder in the apartment building across the street, so she's got to take uh, the trash to the dump. And Jerry and George has to dig up his uh, Phil Rizzuto keychain out of the pothole. Talking Holy cow. Yeah. yeah, that's a great episode. Very good. Yeah, that is a good one. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
number one, Frank Costanza. Oh my God! Serenity, Serenity now. now. <laughs> like uh, I didn't know. even remember. I watched that episode twice today because uh, I kept like I put it on to fall asleep, and I just keep waking up and putting it on. But uh, um, that that episode's so good because a Kramer lot of problems with you door. people. <laughs> Kramer gets that screen door for his apartment. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. Oh, anytime you, anytime USA. <laughs> Kruger, um, that means my son says your company stinks. Mm. Oh, I just, uh, Jerry Stiller you want is a piece awesome. of me? You want a piece Jerry of me? Jerry Stiller, he wasn't even the first guy to play Frank Costanza. They had a different actor the first yeah, time they had, Frank uh, was on, I guess. They had to reshoot that episode. That's like the end of season three, I think, was the first time. I can't even remember. But, uh, yeah. So so then, uh, that, I think that guy died or something before the next season, so they had to recast it. But they played it oh, totally yeah. different. Like Frank plays him like so angry all the time. <laughs> like he's just always, he's always yeah, ready to yell the, snap the full episode he's in is when um, they park in the handicapped spot at the mall, yeah. and then yeah. they got to deliver the wheelchair to the lady because he's writing up the note yeah. for George, and he's like. Now I need you to take this thing to this address and deliver it. <laughs> Dude, he's so good. Uh, just the way he delivers his lines and like his little hand movements and his body movements—it's so weird sometimes. But uh, um, the other day, uh, I went, I saw the bro episode. Kramer comes up with that bra, you know, the man bra, yeah. the bro, the man's ear, the man's ear. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, what else? Uh, there's so many great Costanza, Frank Costanza. What, my favorite line might be, I mentioned earlier that episode where uh, George leaves his car at Yankee Stadium for the weekend, and George Steinbrenner then thinks he's dead because his car's still there. So he goes to the uh, the house of the Costanza to tell him that George is dead. And the How first thing that Frank Jay says... Buter? Yep. How <laughs> would <laughs> 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 you trade Jay Buter? He runs a rocket for an arm. <laughs> <laughs> I love Ken Phelps bad. They just kept saying Ken Phelps, Ken Phelps. Uh, and his uh, his TV guide. He has his TV guide collection. Um, oh yeah, he does have a TV guide collection. I'm like a phoenix oh, uh, rising from Arizona. <laughs> he, he fell on the Fusilli Jerry. Remember that one? The Fusilli oh, Jerry. Yeah. Right yeah. Uh, what else? Silly. So many good Costanza. Yeah, I saw an episode this week. Uh, it's a season nine episode because they have a shot of Kramer like talking on the phone in his apartment. He does have all those noodle statues still up behind him. Yep. Good continuity. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, trying to think. Uh, what other Frank? Great Frank. Well, there's the one where uh, Frank or George gives away all of his cabana wear. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes, that's a good one. So the goodwill or whatever. I, I saw something the other day. Uh, like George is laying on the couch, and Frank's in the chair next to him, and he's telling him he tells him something, and he just hits him over the head with like the TV guide or a magazine, and he says, "Hey, what do you, you hear me?" Or what? It's so funny the way he does it. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> I don't know. Is that a? Like, uh, uh, crazy? There's a. 
his mom, uh, George's mom's like, Frank, if, if Aunt Baby were alive today, how old would she be? Yeah. She'd never make it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stella's uh, George's mom, Frank and Estella. Uh, Stella, yeah, I could, yeah, Estella, that's right. I couldn't remember her name. <laughs> she was awesome, too. George's mom yeah. is Not equally playing awesome. that water, Pip. <laughs> Yeah, she is. His parents are great, man. They really add like an extra thing to the show, and another layer to the show. They're they're awesome because like Jerry's parents are all right, but they're more straight laced, and they love yeah. Jerry. George's parents hate him. <laughs> they really do, but they hate each other too. They hate everything. So what do they know? But it's crazy. Like Frank Costanza is so different than Arthur Spooner, you know. It's like I, he is night yep. and day, and he did them like right after. Like Seinfeld ended ninety eight, yeah. and King of Queens started that same year. Like bang bang, you know. Like, uh, and he's like, yeah, he's a uh, goddamn like that show's not as awesome if he's not on it. He really like lifts that show too. Like he's really very very oh, fucking yeah. important to that show. King of Queens without Jerry Stiller is not great. It's a, you know, it's not <laughs> great. It's okay. Yeah. You need yeah. him in there. Like Doug's great. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like Doug and Carrie are hilarious, but if it was just them all the time, like it would get annoying. You need because goddamn, he's like he's more confused on on King of Queens. Less, still a little angry. Less angry, more confused. <laughs> it's awesome. That guy's great. Speaking of King of Queens, uh, you know, Patton Oswalt Spence, he's in an episode of Seinfeld. I didn't even realize he was in there. But do you remember Patton Oswalt on Seinfeld? I do not. Uh, no. He he played a video clerk when uh, George rented uh, Rochelle Rochelle, and he yeah. wouldn't take it back. Now I remember. And he, he didn't he rewind didn't it. He didn't rewind it. Yeah. So mm. about it. I don't, yeah, I don't remember Patton Oswalt being there. And then I just watched the episode the other day with, uh, uh, what's her name? Marley Matlin as the lip reader. And oh, yeah. yeah. That's also, yeah. It's also the episode where Kramer's being the ball boy at the U.S. Open. And one of the other people trying out to be the ball boy, Mike Boogie from uh, Big Brother. Really? <laughs> really? What? Yeah, he's in the, he's in the background. Oh, hey. like, he doesn't have a speaking. Kramer's there surrounded by the other ball boys before they try out. Um, if you look over Kramer's left shoulder back, uh, there's a uh, Mike Boogie standing there. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, wow. since you brought up Big Brother, um, I guess uh, DOT fan said, like, the casting lady. She, he wanted us to talk about it, so here we are. Uh, the casting lady who picks all the racist white people is is leaving the show <laughs> or something. So maybe they'll have a more diverse <laughs> cast. <laughs> So we talked about that. Maybe they needed some of more bartending connections. More yes. bartenders. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. let me ask you this, though. Larry. Oh, any other supporting characters I didn't mention you'd like to mention, Larry? Oh, I mean, Steinbrenner's awesome. I like Steinbrenner. Um, I, uh, I had your buddy, like, on, I had your buddy Eddie Sherman mention that, the, like, Vietnam vet at Peterman's. Oh, yeah, that's a good, yeah, I like that guy. Um, uh, Lloyd Braun, you mentioned 
Wasn't on your yeah, list. Yeah, Lloyd Braun. Lloyd Braun's good. Uh, Mike, the guy whose thumbs Jerry breaks in the trunk. I don't like that guy. Oh yeah. And I hate that episode. I think that episode's terrible. <laughs> I don't know. Jackie Childs. See, I don't like yeah. Jackie Childs. When I was when I was looking at That's all these ridiculous. lists, they always have Jackie Childs like top three, top four. I, I didn't think he was that funny. I, I mean, it's just like a, I don't know. It's a force. It's Johnny Cochran. Uh, yeah, it's, I never thought it was that funny. But, I don't know, people uh, love him. I like Jackie Childs. Mr. Pitt? Yeah, I Mr. almost Pitt, put Mr. Yeah. Pitt on. Because I really like Mr. Pitt. But it, the funny <laughs> thing is just Elaine's reaction to Mr. Pitt. Like, whenever, like, he tells her she has to do something and she can't go do something else, she gets all sad and everything. But, like, she, he had, she had to go buy socks for him. And he's like, no, these socks yeah. are too tight. Tight. <laughs> and then he's uh, eating his candy bar with a knife and fork. That was yeah, classic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a lot of Mr. Pitt. Um, what else? Uh, oh, Mr. Lieutenant Bookman. Remember Bookman from the library? Episode? Yeah. Or, yeah. Is that Jerry Orbach? No, that's not Jerry Orbach. No. no. <laughs> it, it's the guy from Jack. You still with us? Jank. What's that? Uh, who was the guy in Magnolia and the Hard Eight? The older guy? Philip oh. Baker Hall. Oh. oh that's right. Yeah. That's his name, Philip uh, Baker Hall. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That guy. No, he's no. he's Philip Seymour Hoffman. No. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. no <laughs> Philip Baker Hall is the guy on Seinfeld. Okay, okay. yes. Yeah, but he's, he, he's in Magnolia yeah. and stuff, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I went to Jank because he's a movie expert, but, you know, he left. <laughs> he's a TV host, okay, the game oh, show yeah, host the or old, whatever. Yeah, the game show host guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. Jank, are you playing like Marvel Puzzle Quest right there? <laughs> nope, nope. I'm all caught up in there. All right. Oh. I can't do anything else. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I saw that episode today where uh, Elaine is dating the guy who was the whiz. She, like, fell in love with him because she didn't yeah. she thought she knew him or something. It was the guy who played the Wiz. That guy's Nobody hilarious. Nobody beats but, uh, me. Nobody. Because he was on that Pete guy? and Pete. Yeah, he's he on the Adventures of Pete and Pete. And he's on an episode of The League. He played the drug dealer on The League that gave Kevin and Jenny the cocaine. So, yeah. uh, I kind of oh, remember that. Um, uh, all right, so there you go. Let, let me ask you this, Larry. What, what about ranking the top the four main characters. Because right away, my instinct is to go George number one. But the more I think about it, yeah. I don't think that's right. No, it's definitely right. <laughs> yeah, George is one. There's no question. George is, George, George is on the top ten sitcom characters of all time. Uh, like, wow. uh, Can we all agree four is Kramer? Right? Um, well, I don't know. I think four is Jerry. Yeah, I mean, if you take in all the Michael Richards stuff, yeah, I'll put Kramer four. No, no, but no. We're, we're, take we're talking Kramer. Yeah, just the character. Just the character. Because <laughs> Kramer's pretty much one note, though. He's just one note. Yeah, Jerry's definitely four. Yeah, Jerry's definitely oh. four, and Elaine's two. <laughs> wow. I would go. I would go Kramer four, Jerry three. I'd go George. I might go Elaine one. Like when you Elaine. go back and watch these episodes. Elaine is fucking hilarious, and her character changes so much from first seasons. Like she wasn't even supposed to be in the show to begin with. Like they added her after the yeah. pilot, um, but she's just so good. Like 
the Elaine season nine is a completely different person than Elaine season two. You know, it's like completely different. Yeah. Like her character evolved so much. And she is so funny. Good Lord. I don't know. I don't know. Yep, she's good. She's not better than Like George, George is always George. George. Yeah. <laughs> George is just always George. Where uh, I, 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 he's hilarious, but uh, there's not much there. It's always just George. <laughs> but mm. there's some depth to Elaine. There's some, uh, I don't know. I'm gonna tell you something, Henry Fonda. You're not, you're not, you're not pulling no twelve angry men in here. <laughs> We're Team George. There's no way I could. It's not a lie if you believe it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just saw that one the other day too. That was a Melrose Place episode. And, uh, Jerry's dating that cop. Is that wrong? Anything. Should I not have done that? <laughs> Told me that. Was I remember wrong. that. I don't. What's going on with Melrose Place? On I don't remember Melrose uh, Place. Gary's dating well, a woman, big, and he won't admit that he officer. watches Melrose Place. She's a police officer, so he's going to go on the lie detector. Mm, yes, <laughs> I do remember. And then, the, uh, like he's he's talking to Elaine, and she's like, "Wait, you watch Melrose Place? You mean we could have been talking about such and such and such and such this whole time?" <laughs> mm. And Jake, the, the big thing that episode is a. Uh, it starts out with uh, George wearing a toupee. Oh, um, Elaine hates it. Correction. Yeah, but he goes because uh, <laughs> he goes on a date with a lady. Who Kramer sets her up with. That's why they have to go because Kramer has a buddy, is a police sketch artist. But Kramer's setting up George on a date with a lady that he used to know five years ago, and he doesn't have a picture of her. So he, he says, "Oh, my buddy, the police sketch artist, can draw a picture of what she looks like." So George is like, "All right." So they go out on the date then. And she takes her hat off, and she's bald. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah. You Correction. Bald. And then when he says, <laughs> yeah, he, he, so Elaine rips off his toupee, and she's like, I hate this thing, and this is what I'm going to do with it. And she just throws it out the window. <laughs> yeah. But him saying, correction, I was bald, but he kind of spins his index finger, and like, I don't know if he hits her in the nose or whatever, and it's no, awesome. Yeah, he poops her on the nose. He like boops right yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't uh, isn't it like the gym teacher or whatever? Is that the guy who finds the toupee? There's somebody finds the toupee out on the street. I thought. No, it's, the guy it's, who calls it's a homeless guy. It's, it's, okay. it's, a, it's not that guy, but it's a homeless guy that Kramer had given food to earlier in the episode with uh, some Tupperware, and then the bum wanted to give the Tupperware yeah. back. He finds <laughs> it, but it's not that gym teacher. Different guy. And you. Yeah, Costanza. <laughs> so there you go. Another <laughs> Seinfeld list. The bag. I guess uh, if I keep what damn Kelly, I'm never going back there again. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, he's blocked from a lady's house, Jack. You got to explain all the stuff to Jack. <laughs> yeah, I need diagrams. I'm a visual learner. She was angry that day, my friends. Up. <laughs> oh man, trying to send back soup to Delhi. Send back soup to Delhi. What is that? Titleist? Jerry, I'm never going to have children. This Frogger High score is all I'm going to have. So like... <laughs> Slippery Pete. <laughs> Snowball and yeah, Prickly so, right. Pete. Um, Jank. 
Did you watch Melrose Place? Because I, I, I get a vibe that you were a Melrose Place guy. <laughs> I think that's an insult, James. <laughs> really? It's not, a, yeah, it's not no. an insult. But like, you like that <laughs> 90s. Kind of, like, you're into Buffy and those kinds of shows. I could see you watching Melrose. Yeah, I feel like Buffy was a step up from Melrose Place. Like, Melrose Place know. is just like a soap opera. It, it's just like Melrose with vampires. Let's be realistic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like... Uh, like Beverly Hills 90210 Melrose Place. I was too young when those were on to probably watch them or care about exactly. them. Yeah. But like uh, the OC would be the equivalent, I think, for me. Mm. Did you watch it's that? A soap opera show. Oh, yeah. What happened to that girl? Remember that Misha Barton girl? She's like super hot for like a year or two and then like disappeared. <laughs> I saw she was doing commercials for some like, good Magnum actor. ice cream or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Things are looking up. <laughs> yeah. That is good ice cream. Yeah, those are like good. I saw her in some uh, some bullshit Netflix movie probably about a year or two ago, and she was awful. <laughs> I'm like, this is why she's not getting bigger things. She's terrible. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, good theme song, though. Yeah. Oh, is that Phantom Fan- Planet song? Yeah, California, Here We Come. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was a good song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that song a lot. Again, Jason Schwartzman from uh, yeah. Rushmore. Yeah. Oh, back. Oh, are they? <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, so I guess I'll keep watching Seinfeld. So I'll maybe come up with another one next week. I don't know. What else can I do? Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Top 11 Reasons George is the best character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I the other day I watched George. the one where he ate the eclair out of the garbage can. Oh, that one's <laughs> great. <laughs> Adjacent to trash is trash. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't. It was on top. It was in the cylinder above the rim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, that's awesome. Uh, so much weird shit in there. <laughs> All right. Um anything else? Um, oh, it sounds like J- Larry wants to wrap this up. Like, wrap well, this I up. mean, it's almost two hours. We did finish the um, Night Stalker last weekend. All We watched all four episodes on the Netflix. It's very good. Very graphic. How did it turn out? Did they get him? Uh, <laughs> yep. And then cancer got him. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. After all that, like, he, you know... So many appeals and shit that cancer got him first. <laughs> but it's cool the way they do it because um, you don't, you know, you don't even really get to, you don't really see him until the fourth episode. Like the first three episodes, really, you're oh. just kind of riding along with the cops. Larry, if that was a Marvel show, you would be so pissed right now. Like, what are we going to see Daredevil? <laughs> Put him in Daredevil. But, He's not wearing his like I've burned so many times for that, like I, I've. I'm prepared for that sort of thing now. So now it's like I just like I'm, I'm so used to it. That it well, where's Night Stalker? I want to see the Night Stalker. Put him in his Night yeah. Stalker outfit right away. I want to see him. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, it's very <laughs> solid. Yeah, that is a good then name. Then we watched like that's a good like super villainy name. Night Stalker. Night Stalker. Yeah. Yeah, it's also good if you like to kill children and rape old women and stuff too. Oh, all right. well, there you go. Yeah. Not yet, but maybe in my forties. <clears throat> yeah. um, 
Then we watched some movie called like They Knock at Night or something. Remember I was telling you last night, Jank, we were gonna watch that? It's not horrible. It's kinda like uh it's on Prime. It's kinda like the strangers in the sense of like one of them you know, they're out in a remote cabin. But there's like five or six like twenty somethings and then, you know, they get home invaded by like this guy in a clown makeup. I don't know. It was alright. For like a super does low the clown makeup movie, look cool? He kind of looked like John Wayne Gacy. Oh, okay. Yeah, like it was coolest part about the cool. strangers was they look pretty cool. Yeah, they yes, they were creepy in those masks, like the head tilts and the you know not so much talking made them extra creepy. Like just standing out in your yard, just staring at your house with their head tilted. Yeah. Like I don't know, <laughs> that is creepy to me. Yeah. But it's um, all right. I think hey, it's called they knock at night. Hey Larry, I was talking to our buddy Miles Watson. Mm-hmm. And uh, get this about Miles Watson, Larry. He actually wants to come back on the show. All right, that's, awesome. <laughs> that's always weird when people want to come on the show. That's just strange. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, so we're trying to th- think of something to talk about. Or uh, he said he's been watching a lot of Australian horror films lately. Australian uh, horror films. Yeah. And wow. one of the ones he said was called Road Games, it was starring Jamie Lee Curtis. Did you ever hear uh, of this? I don't know this one. I have not. Hmm. Yeah. And I no. guess it was made like in the early 80s. But, uh, Road games. He says it's kind of like a comedy. Is this one Australian? Well, he he like said it was white. made in Australia. Yeah. He says it's like a comedy too. Like, So he, he liked it, but he, he wishes it was more straight horror. Than like, 91%. Oh, music composed by Brian May. I'm in. I don't know what that means. Uh, he's the, he's like the guitarist RV, from like Queen. Yeah. So I'm sure it has a Queen Probably not enough gay stuff it. in this movie, though. <laughs> I was just going to say, Tuffy, what was wrong with the Queen movie? I don't know this. So, uh, yes, yeah, so I don't know. Maybe Miles will be on next week, possibly. And then in two weeks. I believe that very special show I was promising is going to happen in two weeks. Uh, did you tell us what that was? or No, it's going to be a secret in two weeks. Hey, uh, is it going to be Leahy? No. <laughs> not Leahy. All right. I don't know. Like I saw, I saw a story today that if the NBC Sports is done at the end of the year. Like They're just moving yeah. their programming over to USA. Does that mean Leahy's out of a job? I do not know. Uh-huh. But, yeah, that's the talk. That, uh, so the NHL will be aired on USA Network and Peacock. That's what it said. <laughs> yeah, and Peacock. Yeah, that was the other one, yeah. But, yeah, this may not be good for Leahy. I don't know. Well, but he, he writes content for the, the website. So I'm guessing they'll keep the website going. They just won't have a Yeah, NBC Sports, Network. the website's not the same as NBC Sports Network, I don't think. Oh, yeah. The channel to air stuff on. But the the I problem mean, is if they get rid of the network and they don't have as much coverage of NHL, they might start doing other cutbacks at the other. So who knows? Well, I think they're going to try and put stuff on their, their Peacock platform, I would guess. Yeah. Get the stream. Goddamn damn Peacock. <laughs> I, I noticed, like, I don't know what – you remember how they moved the office over there, like, on January 1st, and they were like um, – uh, the first two seasons will be on the free thing, but then the you know the next three and up you have to be on like the pay tier to watch it. But I can I can watch all the episodes, so 
I don't know well, if, if you have getting... Comcast, you get premium really? for free. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So it's premium. Oh, I didn't know it was free on Comcast. All right. Yeah. But again, you have to have How do you a do that? cable box, which I do not have. So, yeah. oh. oh, damn it. Well, you could just you make a, a phone call box? and tell them you need upgraded cable box or whatever, right? I have the cable, but it's, yeah, but that's a lot of hassle because then you got to go pick it up. you got to install it. It's a pain. They'll in the mail head. it to you. I mean, you don't have to pick anything up. They mail stuff now. You know, yeah, they'll mail it right to you. They don't want you at their office with hmm. coronavirus. They don't oh. want you in there. Well, maybe I'll in, and all you do is put so the one wire in the back, and then put the one wire into the new one and plug it in. Yeah, the, the last the time I had to get a, the last time I had to get a new router or whatever that is, not a router, but the uh, internet box. The I had to go pick it up. You know? Yeah, so <laughs> I didn't want to leave box. the house. But I'm pretty sure there's mail stuff now. Have, yeah, if you're telling me I don't have to leave the house, then I might do it. So, right, well, I'm once again, you don't know how long it was. You might want to get some little charge into your alternator so your car doesn't die again. (laughs) (laughs) I I automatically started it last night just to let it run a little bit. Mm -hmm. Remember, he told you you have to drive it. Can't just turn it on. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Drive around the block. Maybe maybe tomorrow. Go to the store Mm -hmm. or something. It's supposed to be like 20 Go to Larry's. Yeah, it's cold as balls. Larry doesn't like want it like me. You wouldn't come over here anyways. Yeah, you're. <laughs> I, I've invited you over here 82 times, and you're always like, nah. Go to Larry's house drive. on Sunday and watch uh, the football games. Oh, yeah. Larry loves watching the football games. Watch the football yeah. games. <laughs> Isn't there a UFC tomorrow? McGregor? Is that, I don't Greg, know. McGregor. Honor McGregor and Dustin Poirier. Yeah. I saw um, I saw Dana White all like, okay, go ahead and uh, go ahead and steal this stream Saturday and see what happens to you guys. I'm telling you, go ahead and do it. I want to see what happens. He's yeah, so adamant about then, like, then an, illegal streaming. Then in a subsequent interview, he was telling this guy, he's like, uh, I, when I said that, I made that announcement. All these people on Twitter were laughing at me and saying, uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, are you sure you can. So he said he just picked the guy out at random on Twitter and he told his guys, this is who I want. And he said that they've been watching this guy, his house. They have his phone tapped. <laughs> they're watching him. And that if he puts up a link, <laughs> if he puts up a link to the pay-per-view, they will be arresting him. And people are like, how can you do that? Uh, I guess this guy isn't in the United States. He's in some other country. But they, so I don't know what the laws are in this country. But he says if this guy posts a link, they got him. And he's very excited to see if they catch this guy on Saturday. <laughs> huh. That's, that seems more interesting than the actual UFC card. Yeah. <laughs> they should have like a picture-in-picture. Picture. Dana just watching his Twitter feed to see if this guy puts the link up. Or whatever. Oh, that would be awesome, yeah. <laughs> That's a blurred out because he's probably beating it like mad. <laughs> he's so excited about this. He's got a vengeance boner. <laughs> so who's fi- is it Conor McGregor fighting tomorrow? Yes, and Dustin Poirier. Who's he? Yeah. Is that like is Dustin Poirier good? Well, they fought at 145 several years ago, and Connor knocked him out in the first round. Since then, mm-hmm. Poirier has been much better. Now they're fighting at 155, so Poirier doesn't have to have the bad weight cut. And Poirier was an interim champion for a minute, and uh, he lost to Khabib. But uh, it, yeah, Poirier is really good, so it's not like a it's going to be a good fight. But I think Connor. Is he related to Mike L? No, 
That's all. Huh. Should be. Because then he would hate um, House of M2. <laughs> Even though he never read it. <laughs> That's <laughs> what the fight's about. <laughs> McGregor loves House of M. Yep. <laughs> it's a clash. Clash of ideologies. You're not even going to fight. Like you're just going to hate. Scotch? What? Do you, do you like, like scotch? scotch? No, I don't like pretty much any liquor. They're all terrible. That's why. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of with you. What about beer? Like, do you, like, do you love oh, beer? Or do you... beer. Mm-hmm. I mean, Larry, I he, for the he beat you. He beat you, yeah. Larry versus Puffy versus Beer. Well, no, I know that, but like I mean, beer. that was just a one night thing. But I don't know, like some people, like, do you drink beer every day? No. Okay. No, like I don't hear to get drunk. Because if I'm gonna have the drink with regular food, I'd rather have a Mountain Dew. Yeah, I agree. Tastes <laughs> it does. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> Hey Larry, I used to drink scotch when we went to the bar. I remember I I drink it through a straw. Do you remember that? I like use a little straw. Yeah, I do remember you drinking it through a straw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Take some of the manliness out of it. <laughs> well, that was the point, just to like you know, drink it out of a straw. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Do you think you would be? Do you think you would get buzzed on one shot? Uh, probably yes. Yeah. Probably not Jaeger. Is that a very like special Jaeger episode? Like, no, like a real one maybe, shot beforehand. <laughs> like an eighty proof or higher, eighty to a hundred proof something. Yeah, I would imagine. But I, I think my body like, is like thirty percent Jaeger, so I don't think it affects me. But if like gin, if I do a shot of gin, probably feel it. Like you think you'd be drunk or buzzed? Probably. Like, like. Still coherent, but yet, you know, maybe a little, like, looser with your inhibitions. Yeah, you got to realize, Larry, I'm a much uh, larger man now than I was when I was drinking in my drinking days. I'm a big strapping <laughs> 155 pounds. Where back oh, then I was, like, 125, 130, mm-hmm. you know, so. Do you think after one shot of gin, you would be loose enough to masturbate in your front yard? <laughs> I was the last time. So, yeah, I think I would. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's okay. No Finishing on your neighbor is not okay, though. Remember that oh. next time. Yes. <laughs> you uh, that would be a of strangers. Is someone <laughs> and you standing can't just outside go, your house in the I was giving myself relief. It. I was giving myself relief. That doesn't work. <laughs> uh, I was very stressed. <laughs> we learned that it's, now. But Larry does hanging out by oh. the garbage cans. Yeah, well, no, 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 no. There's no masturbating back there. Oh, I was on a corner. <laughs> the raccoons give him a hand job. It's different. <laughs> in exchange for living in the chimney, they give Larry a hand job by the garbage. Can. Yeah, I don't think he's. I don't think they're in there right now. They'll be well, back well, you're probably. Just a summer in... home. Right? Yeah, yeah like home. maybe March or so, I think they'll show up. Mm-hmm. I could just okay. cap the thing. I don't have a ladder big enough, and I don't have a car big enough to buy a ladder big enough to get up there, if you know <laughs> what I mean. Uh, like, I need, like, yeah, an you know extension what, uh, ladder. 
Home Depot rents like big vans. Yeah, see, that's what I mean. Now, now I'm in like three hundred dollars on a fucking ladder to put liquid nails on a piece of aluminum. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Why don't you just climb up like a ninja? No, you get the you van for like twenty bucks an hour. I'm too fat. Uh, yeah, just jump up, grab the roof, do a pull up, and get on there. Come on, you can do it. Well, my gutter would never hold me, and I, can, <laughs> I pull, and I couldn't pull myself up either. So. You just gotta yell parkour, parkour while you do it. Yeah, I know. I want to see Larry do parkour. Just jump up his mm. right up the wall. I mean, just getting up is something. <laughs> hey, like hey, it. Larry. Speaking of parkour, mm-hmm. next week is the Royal Rumble, so maybe John Morrison or Kofi Kingston will be doing some wacky parkour shit to stay. Oh alive. yeah, yeah. Obviously. Look at that segue. Way. Yeah. yeah. Um, Do either of them want to go to to Larry's house and get up on his roof? <laughs> yeah, John Morris is good. No trouble at all. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, a week away from the Rumble, Larry. Are you excited? I am not because I didn't know really when it I, – I just found out today it was next week. So um, anybody, like, expected – you're like, oh, here comes CM Punk or here comes Troy Aikman. Or no, I haven't really like heard anything – I guess the some people are saying Rhea Ripley might win it for the ladies right. because they kind of wrote her off NXT TV. So I'm guessing she'll make her debut at the Rumble, and then if she wins and Charlotte gets the belt off Oscar, they'll have a rematch at WrestleMania from last year. But I don't. That seems a little much right out of the gate for Ripley. Uh, usually, you need to like ease them into that. So, um, to win her first Rumble. Pick, what's that, Tuffy? Didn't Asuka win her first Royal Rumble? Uh, yeah, she won the first Royal Rumble that was ever had, you know, so um, it's a little different. But she was already on the roster, too. Like, I, like people, the main roster people know Rhea Ripley, but they don't know her that much. So you kind of, like, need to ease her in. I think uh, if I had to put money, I'd say Bailey might probably going to win it. Uh, well, what else? Like, Goldberg. Be... Oh, not Goldberg. <laughs> yeah, he's he's wrestling Drew McIntyre though, right? Like he's not in the Rumble. He's gonna yeah. wrestle Drew. Correct? Yeah, right. that's worse. Assuming Drew yeah. is back from COVID. Yeah, that's right. Drew's got the COVID. Do you think? Do you think there'll be? Are, are there going to be fans here? Or are they still doing TVs? No, this is. I think it's still. TVs. I think WrestleMania they might be open for fans. Yeah, that's what I was going yeah, to ask. Yeah, they're going to do it. They're going to do it in uh, Tampa Bay Stadium, Raymond James Stadium. They announced, and then next year it's going to be in Dallas, Texas, uh, Jerry Jones's stadium there, and then the year after in Hollywood, California. So, well, not Hollywood, SoFi Stadium, wherever that's at, right? Oh. <laughs> yeah. And what what about Greensburg? Nope. Nope. That's ridiculous. I just like yeah, I don't the. Know if uh, oh, I'm sorry, Tuffy. I just like the positive mindset that they're planning to have WrestleMania still in two years. The way the world's going, you know, they're just like, yeah, two years we'll book WrestleMania. Uh, might want to play it day by day. You gotta, you gotta look ahead, Mike. Though you can't, you can't live in your fears. <laughs> Mike Tomlin. Yeah, that's what Mike Tomlin's big phrase is. We don't, we don't live in our fears. Then he punts on fourth and yeah. one. What a fucking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 what a fucking place. Mm. Oh, I hope Ben. Like, retires. how can you. Ugh. 
he's not because he gets forty million if he plays next year. So he's going to play next year. I, well, they could cut him though. I think they're they trying to twenty-one million. He gets yeah something like that, but either way, time to go. Um, well, I, I think they're Owens trying fighting, to like, uh, Roman Reigns again too. Yeah, I don't like that Kevin either, Stuffy. Yeah, your your buddy Kevin Owens is fighting Roman. Larry, why don't, don't you like that? Because they've already wrestled like three times, and Roman's beaten them every time. So like, why are we still doing this? Yeah. Shouldn't they have like Seth Rollins fight Roman this time? Something. Get is he? Or? I don't know. What's your paternity? Well, yeah, taking care of the babies with Becky, the baby. Take care of the baby. They can hire somebody to help <laughs> Becky. They got money. Yeah, throw money at the problem. That's what you she do. She probably made. She probably made a mint off those the man shirts. And now yeah. the mom shirts. Either, the mom all of that. Well. Like I know they don't get a big cut, but she's probably sold a shit ton of those things. She was the number one merch seller there for a very long time. So yeah, she was making money. Mm-hmm. What's up with Truth? Is he going to be in there? Uh, he'll probably show up in the Rumble. In the Rumble? Maybe. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, the 24-7 championship will probably change hands like four times in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, I don't like it. No. Uh, yeah, we'll preview it in the, depth. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, anything else? Uh, Nothing. No, I don't think so. Mackie's Jake, are you still here? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mackie's clubhouse. <laughs> yep. That's still going on. Yeah. Also, uh, I season joined like a. Good. Yeah, this season's been good. Season five's good. Um. So listen to Mackie's clubhouse. Uh. I got into Jenks faction over on the Marvel Puzzle Quest there, Mike though. What? So Yeah. yeah. I'm in I'm in his faction now. <laughs> We're alliance mate. We we got our version of the feud going on over there this weekend. Where like the whole faction oh, has yeah. to like yeah, you know, join in and they got we're beating up guys and all kinds of stuff. Wow. Yeah. Is, uh, yeah. Do they have Oscar? Didn't Larry some four stars? <laughs> nah, no Oscar. <laughs> Just Elsa. Bloodstone. Elsa Bloodstone. Who's your main guy, Larry? Who's your go-to superhero? Uh, well, Spider-Man still, you know. Remember I bought the Spider-Man a couple weeks ago for two bucks? (laughs) I didn't remember. I didn't remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. How how much did you have to pay to buy Spider-Man? Two dollars. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck. Mm. If that's Scopely, you're you're spending at least a hundred dollars to buy Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, no, no, just dollar ninety. A chance to win Spider Man. Yeah, it's not even. Yeah, it's not even a chance to win him. No, just give us a dollar ninety nine, and you can have a three star Spider Man. Well, well, I think I saw a thing on the store today. There's a a, a deal. You can get a Honky Tonk Man three stars for fifteen bucks. That's pretty good. Yeah, I already have yeah. them though. Yeah, so yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't really that need is, I, That is a good deal, though, because the Honky Tonk Man is pretty good. A- anytime you, you spend money and actually get something, that's a good deal in Scopely terms. 
That is true, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it. <laughs> so, yeah, Marvel Puzzle Quest, it's it's going hard. Jank, we're, we're to the point, though, like, that main, like, when we got to fight the boss, like, when I got to fight that boss guy, like, I mm-hmm. can't come close to beating that dude now. <laughs> yeah. He just beats yeah. the shit out of me. Like I see you're like, saying it, like as a, as you get farther along, like it's gonna get harder and harder. So I was like, get in there early. <laughs> um, like I see you're like a whatever they call it over there, like a, a leader. We call them leaders in the WWE champions of the faction. <laughs> yeah, somebody apparently promoted me to commander at some point, but I don't, commander, okay. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, like you know, just let the other commanders know if you guys have big commander meetings or whatever. Like I. I I'm doing the best I can, you know. Like I can't get any more <laughs> yeah. points than I get. Like I'm maxing out what I can do. It's not I'm not slacking. Yeah, it's just my guys suck. My team sucks. Yeah, if you notice in the chat, they just they're very intent on everyone joining. <laughs> yeah, which makes sense. They're like, if you're having a group event, just join and you can get free shit. So it doesn't make sense not to join unless you're just not playing the game anymore. In which case, yeah, we like don't we need just, <laughs> I just claimed that four star Elsa. Whatever her name is. Yeah. What's her name? Elsa Should be Bloodstone. getting another one. Elsa Bloodstone. Do you know her? Probably get another one. Is she like with uh, like the Son of Satan kids and all those people? Or like Hel- yeah, Hellstorm and all that? Yeah, she's like a monster hunter. Has like this Bloodstone gem or something like that. Yeah, now Did, I got two fours. I, I want to say they made her a Marvel Avengers Alliance right at the end. Like, but I can't remember. Did she have like a shotgun? That sounds about or something? right. Or... Yep. Did she have a... like a mystical shotgun? Right, then, yeah, I think <laughs> a mystical shotgun. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah so, Red uh, hair I, I and think like a big ponytail. Make... Yeah, I think they did make her right at the end of Marvel Avengers Alliance. Um... This game's similar so, uh... to that. It's almost like Marvel Avengers Alliance meets WWE Champions. But the one time yeah. I saw it years ago, like the, the visual presentation was pretty week like it, wwe champions for all its flaws it looks good like you know it like yeah. Really yeah basically all it is now is like it's the same wwe champions board but at the top there's just like pictures of the three heroes you're using like they don't do much like they're, yeah, arm, they're not like, animated yeah no they're not like animated champions, but it it's look. like watching a video game where yeah mm-hmm. this, this is, is more like a comic book page where it's just like here's some yeah Here's a bunch of images. <laughs> Here's another thing. I'll tell you the similarities between this game and WWE Champions that I've noticed so far is that, like, uh, when it's their turn, the computer's turn, once again, <laughs> they, they're, they're real good at just making the whole fucking board explode for about 20 seconds. And then, <laughs> and then my turn comes up and it's like, oh, I broke three. And then here he comes. Oh, here's a whole fucking wild card again. And it's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, Carnage well, I guess is the worst no... when you're fighting him. Like everything takes forever because his turn just goes on for like forever. It seems. I guess there's no like yes. pin. Like you know, in champions, is there like a, a version of a pinning fall, a pinfall or how does it? Um, you know what I mean? You just kind of beat uh, beat a guy up until he's out of points. Like you have moves like you do in uh, WWE Champions, where like you can like you have three moves. Most guys, you get, eventually you build them up to three moves. And then, like, once he gets down to zero, he's gone, or she. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, like, so it's when similar. Did, just, so you just take one turn, and then when you're, you break your gems, and then they go, and then you go, you just keep alternating back and forth? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Because the one thing on Champions hey. is, you know, the thing that pisses you off the most is, like, the the uh, computer will get all the way to the end, but right before a pinfall, they, they won't break that gem. They'll break, like, 15 gems, but they won't break that 16th one, so they don't get the pinfall. <laughs> then they get to yeah. go again and again, and then oh. they get the pin, You know what I mean? Yeah, yes, yeah. Uh-huh. I hear you. So, I don't know, me and Jake, <laughs> we're killing it on this game right yeah, we're now. We're doing it up. Yep. <laughs> Officially Jack, joined, your, joined the ranks. Is your go-to guy still Doctor Strange, Jack? Is that who? Yeah, I mean, usually it's teams of three, so it kind of depends. But yeah, I, I do like Doctor Strange. He's pretty great. Like one of his moves, basically, if the other team does anything besides just making a match, like if they use a power or anything, like it just your move fires and it takes a bunch of health off of them. So if you're fighting like the minion guys who can only put countdown tiles, like it automatically does like damage anytime they do anything. <laughs> so it's pretty good. Yeah. Right. This is like, yeah, it's kind of, it's very WWE champions in that way too. Every guy has a few things they can do and put heal gems on the board or power gems or that's countdowns and that kind of shit. It's very similar in that well, way too. Let me ask you this, Larry. Can I stack bleeds? Um... <laughs> Do they have bleeds on here? I don't have that many guys. I don't know everybody. Yeah, yeah they don't call has. them bleeds, but, yeah, there's definitely things that are like bleeds where you'll have these little fist things, and every turn they suck away a certain amount of health. So, Good. Nothing was better than just being Wolverine, cutting people, and stacking the bleeds. Let them bleed out. Well, <laughs> you, you could be Wolverine on here or Kraken. What's that guy's name? I got him on my team. Kraken. Oh, Dakin. Who the fuck is Kraken? Oh, yeah. Dakin. Yeah, Wolverine's, yeah, Wolverine's son. kid, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's his son. It was ridiculous. He's got like yep. it's even more ridiculous. He's got like two claws where Wolverine has the three, but then he has a third one like under his wrist. So like out the bottom yeah. part of his hand. It's like, ugh, that's dumb. <laughs> what sense does that make? No Dang. idea. <laughs> Is he anti like you know, like, is he invincible and shit, too? Like, he super heals and stuff? Yep. Yeah, still got that. But but doesn't, like, you know, like, that? that's just his bones. Like, Wolverine's bones are like that. Like, that that's not genetic, right? No, his mutant power was the healing factor. Yeah, but, like... So he, can, him healing is his, is his power. Hmm, all right. But he also... Didn't they also give him the bone claws, though, Jim? Wasn't that... The deal that he, that was a power too, his bone claws. Yeah, yeah. They kind of thought for a long time in the comics. Remember, they they thought it was that the Weapon X program gave him the claws, but no, he actually did the bone claws all along. Yes. And then he just got the metal put on top of him. <laughs> Is he a bad guy or a good guy? Um, I think recently they've tried to make him more of a good guy, but he's pretty much been a bad guy since his inception. Hmm. Yeah, he was on the Dark Avengers, right? Originally, right? Yeah. Dark Avengers. Yep, he was Wolverine See, Larry, on the Dark it's Avengers. It's like wrestling. It's like wrestling, Larry. Whenever a villain becomes popular, like Venom or this kid, they always have to turn him babyface. Then at some point, mm. yeah. <laughs> they got to sell comics. So Drew McIntyre. Yeah. <laughs> Even when you start out heel, you'll eventually be a baby. So Kevin works. Owens. Um. So all right. Uh. Flea Market Fantasy up right now. Uh, oh, there's a stupid issue of Starman up right now. It's so fucking stupid. <laughs> but, that was uh, pretty b- terrible sounding. 
it's so bad. And, and then, uh, but we recorded, we recorded Vision and Scarlet Witch, and then so next after that, that'll be up next week. And then after that, it's Mike L's pick. He picked another fucking Starman, but it's like a different Ugh. Starman. There's like ten oh, different fucking Starman in DC, and for Mike L, for some reason, he has to pick them all. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> At least give you a break, like take yeah. you know, Starman later in the year. You don't sound like you enjoy doing the flea market fantasy. Mike L's picks are the drizzling <laughs> shits, and every week I have to act like they're awesome. Oh, fuck. So, well, why don't you ever say to him, why do you keep picking shit? No, I do oh, he that does. every episode. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Every yeah. Episode. <laughs> I've heard that many times. <laughs> every fucking episode, I tell him his picks suck. Like, is it a surprise to you, like, when you're on the air, like, when you're recording, do you not know? Yes. And, like, you say, okay, Michael, what are we doing next week? And he'll yep. go, we're doing Starman. And you're like, oh, my God. Is it like that? Correct. Sort of thing? <laughs> I never know okay. what he's picking until the moment he picks. And, and then and you're disappointed. disappointing. Every you fucking time. And stuff? All right. Yes. <laughs> I, huh. I'm trying to think if he ever made a pick where I'm like, oh, that's awesome. I can't. I think he made a couple, maybe. but uh, it's Yeah, been a there's a, I can't I'm sure there were some. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's been so long, I can't remember. Like Doctor Fate, I think we picked that one. one. You weren't against it. Yeah, I like Doctor Fate. Yeah, I kind of like Doctor Fate. Sure. So. When's the last um, time you had one of these dudes on? Jank, you're on. Recently. Well, Tuffy doesn't want to come back on. Yeah. He hates us. I mean, I'll come back on, but I don't read comic <laughs> books, so I don't know what I'm going to talk about. Do a Star Wars. <laughs> You'll talk about the comic book that we read. Right. I don't read comic <laughs> books. I've been on there twice. Yeah. yeah. I don't um, read anything. Jank, what, what did we do the last time you were on, Jank? Can't remember. Uh, X Factor. Just about a month oh, ago. Oh, that's right. Mute Master. Yeah, that was recently. Only about one. Six weeks With ago. Simon Cowell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. um, so, uh, Tuffy, obedient worker, maybe. Uh, Record maybe you do anything Tuesday night? Uh, I don't think so. All right, we'll play it by ear. I'll let you know. I mean, I'm maybe Tuesday. Pretty much never doing anything, so chances are no, I'm not doing anything <laughs> Tuesday night. All right. Yeah, your computer broke. Too. This is a long-awaited. Uh, who's going to rule the world, or who's ruling the world? Episode. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll break that down. Uh, we'll see. Also, so too, maybe next week we'll have a whole, like, uh, recap of Twin Peaks with Tuffy. Can't wait. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, War of Planet of the Apes is on right now, so I might watch that. <laughs> like, the originals are the ones with, like, James Franco. <laughs> no, these are the new ones. This is the third yeah. new one, I th- Oh, my God, Tuffy. Yeah. You need to the first one. You need Charlton Heston and uh, Roddy McDowell in your life. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Lyle? Well, the original like Planet of the Apes are great, but they're not on <laughs> FX right. <laughs> do you remember that, Mike? Well, this is not the Mark Wahlberg one. You're you're fine. I do remember that, Larry. Hey, Larry, do you know Lyle Odeline almost died because he got, like, pricked by a cactus and it got infected or something, and he, like, was really yeah. fucked up for a long time. I did not know that. Yeah. But, uh, okay. Matrix right now too on AMC, so might watch What's that. What's on AMC? Then. The Matrix. Yeah. Wow, that's how old we are. The Matrix is on AMC. Oh. When I was a kid, AMC, AMC <laughs> was nothing but really old movies. 
You know, but now I'm making yeah. 20 years old, I guess. I know what I, I know what I wanted to ask you guys. All right, hold on. Let me see. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, this is, well, this is gonna be good. <laughs> I can already tell this is gonna. <laughs> well, it's not necessarily gonna be good. To I just want to. Okay, so yesterday I'm laying around and I put on the Naked Gun. All right, has everybody oh. seen Naked Gun? Yes. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay, I've seen it a hundred times. Um, the scene where he first meets Priscilla Presley and it's a nice, nice beaver. beaver. Yeah, that scene there. Okay. <laughs> so, there's a joke in there I never got. I still don't get. I watched it yesterday. I'm like, I still don't get. I still don't understand what the joke is here. So, right. he says, honey of an ankle bracelet you got there, which is like a nod to like double indemnity, I guess. And then she says, oh, did that slip down there again? Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand what's going on. What is the joke there? <laughs> It's just the uh, absurdity that something could slip down to her ankle. Like she, I guess she's wearing it. I don't know, under thigh or. But you wouldn't wear a bracelet around it. It's just uh, that a bracelet could slip. Like if she had a bracelet around her thigh, it would be so big that it would be on the floor at that point. So I don't understand what the joke is. I think it's just the absurdity (laughs) that something could slip. The assumption being it was originally on her wrist and it slipped all the way down to her ankle. It makes no sense, but it's just like the joke of it, you know. Oh, you think it was a bracelet that went the whole way down to her foot? Yeah, it's, just, it's the absurdity of it that she would say that in that situation because, like, obviously it couldn't slide from her wrist, but, you know, that's what she said. So it's a joke. Oh, I see. You think she's okay. being witty there. Well, I don't think she's necessarily being witty, but the, the joke in the movie, like, the movie's all about saying stupid things to get a laugh. I think it was just a stupid line to get a laugh. Like, this, there's no way this could be true, but it's Absurd. So I'm overthinking it. <laughs> yes. Because I still don't get it. I'm, I'm kind of with Larry. It, it definitely was weird because I remember that scene. And I remember him kind of playing it off like <laughs> it was some kind of a dirty thing. But it's yes. Yeah, no. Like, where would she? Where would she have this? <laughs> Just, like I got it was, Like I, I imagine it be some sort of like sexual, sexual like, uh, you know, like an IUD or something like that, yeah. like a birth birth control type of device. But I, I still don't I, – it still doesn't make any sense to me. I don't get it. Yeah, I think it was just meant to be like an absurd line, an absurd comment. I don't think it was meant to be anything beyond that. Hmm. So. Well, if anybody ever listens to this podcast, which I doubt, <laughs> and you made it this far, which I definitely doubt, and you know yeah, the answer, which I know you don't uh, – let us know. The question is a street dreamer knows. Uh, I don't know. I doubt it. It's just weird. All right. What about uh, one nine books? You still selling the books? You got all the books? Uh, sure. Sure. Right. Um, go buy books. Yeah. One nine books dot com. Todd Teacher. Uh, we haven't heard from him in a while. What's going on with Todd? I have not heard from him in a while. But in uh, good news, I did hear from Michigan Frank. I heard from Michigan Frank. Oh. Because oh. um, the, the, the last time I messaged him, it was like three weeks ago, and I never heard anything from him. And then, like, earlier this week, I got an email back from saying, yes, he's still alive. And that's all. He's still alive. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he's not the special guest then? No, he is not the special guest. Todd Teacher is not the special guest. Is it somebody that's been on the show before? Yes. 
Okay. Ooh. Is it Ma- Matthew Barnaby? Yes. Matthew Barnaby. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. I'm the best. All um, right. But, uh, next, right. next week, maybe Miles will be on. I don't know. Talk to him. Um, that's uh, what else? Yeah. <laughs> and it's Jank's turn to pick a movie next week. Yeah, Jank. Yeah. Don't fuck this up, man. <laughs> I'll do my damnedest. You picked Sing Street, right? Yeah. Yes, he yeah. did. Yeah, I like, that was a good one. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I liked it. All right. I can promise it I, probably I like won't be from there. the British Isles. Ooh. I like Submarine way better than Sing Street. <laughs> I'll say that. Uh, I like Europe now. Yeah. I'm going to watch The Platform. What was that movie we watched that you picked? <laughs> it was kind of like a Rambo ripoff. Oh, uh, Pool Boy. Oh yeah, pool boy. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't do that. That was terrible. <laughs> yeah, that was rough. We could do another Rambo ripoff, MacGruber. MacGruber. <laughs> Who is that? Is that Will Forte? That. Will Forte. Yep, sure is. Okay. And Kristen Wiig and Ryan Phillippe. Oh, Ryan Phillippe's in there. <laughs> yeah. That's something. Huh. Well, let right. me ask you this, Jank. Like I never watched MacGruber. Um but so Ryan Phillippe is the third person of that three member team, right? <laughs> yeah. Like it's MacGruber, the Wig and it always annoyed me that they would have another like white dude there. Like, 'cause you remember when MacGruber they had that episode with Charles Barkley on Saturday Night Live? And like it was very funny because <laughs> MacGruber kept making racist statements without realizing he was racist. And yeah. I just thought it was like a missed opportunity. You put a black guy as the third person there, you could have had a lot more calm. Yeah, I could see that. Um, like what did, I think what they did still Philippi pull off bring to the a table? Good movie without that. What, what does Philippi bring to the table? I mean, he brings what he usually brings, which is not a whole lot. <laughs> yeah, see, that's what I mean. I, I just but. think they fucked themselves over at the casting there. But. He's kind of like he's kind of like the straight guy though, kind of like uh, Anakin in like the Star Wars movies, where he's just kind of this, you know, this kind of nerdy. But dick. isn't Kristen <laughs> no one really likes. But isn't Kristen Wiig there? <laughs> yeah, kind of. First already. I, I I've seen. Couple yeah, of she's more like just nervous and weird. I've seen it like I have never seen it start to finish though. Like I saw the scene with the Big Show. Remember, mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think what we're saying is they don't pick the They really <laughs> missed Apparently, it sounds like Jack has already seen it jokes. at least 13 times. <laughs> Jack, have you no, seen no, Gruber no. already? I have seen it. All right. Gruber's out. Damn it. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, you have, you so have to though. not have seen the movie. <laughs> Hmm. That's how we end up with the lifeguard. <laughs> oh, that's right. Well, Kristen Bell, UHF, she's hot though. Hey, will you calm down? UHF is a classic. Yeah, that's a great movie. That's an awesome I'm trying to think movie. the be- the best movie you picked, Jank. Uh, you also picked the uh, Killer Tomatoes, right? Um, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. 
What was the one with like the <laughs> Midnight Madness? All girl. The, something all the people driving around. That was the first one we oh, ever yeah, did. I didn't I think that one. That was just a general <laughs> pick that we did. That was the first one. Yep. Um, okay. That was great. The two hottest girls in any of these movies was the girl in that Midnight Madness and then the girl in Killer Tomatoes, I think. Was the two hottest, I think. So. Oh, yeah. No, Anna Darmus was in that one Keanu Reeves movie. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I still think the girl from Midnight Madness or the other one better. Oh, no. I mean, calm down now. <laughs> no, no more Ben Affleck. Look out. Well. Oh, they broke up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they broke up this week, and there was like a cardboard cutout of her in his garbage can, and, and then they showed like like there was these <laughs> there was like these three teenage kids like they were walking by they they grabbed the fucking cutout and they took it home. I, I like to imagine he has a cardboard cutout of every ex of every girlfriend, and then when he breaks up them, he just throws them out, throws out the cardboard cutout. Yeah, that, that's what it looked like. It looked pretty big too. <laughs> Again, let me just put this out there. WWE shop sells cardboard, life-size cardboard cutouts of Oscar. I can't buy them. That's <laughs> weird. But if someone wants to buy one for me as a joke gift, that would be hilarious. I don't think I can buy one for you because whatever happens to it once it gets to your house is going to be weird. Well, you, <laughs> well, you don't worry you don't about have to that. watch that. Yeah, you don't worry about that. <laughs> again, I can't buy it for myself. Just never ask to see it again. But if someone else wants to, feel free. What is it, like the 17th or something? Yeah, my birthday next month. Yeah, that's right. I want to have just a room full of Oscar cardboard cutouts. It'd be great. All right. All right, Um, right, well, thanks to Tuffy. And he picked Submarine. Thanks to Jank. He loves one division now. What about uh, thirty-five dollars <laughs> yeah. for an Oscar standee? Yep, thirty-five bucks. Thirty-five bucks. Wow, that's cheap for a life-size Oscar. How do they even ship that to you? Like, is it in like? I don't they know. They fold it. It probably folds, yeah. And then you have to build it. Oh, I'd build it. <laughs> yeah. If they you build Wall it, you will come. Too, Mike Dow. They got frame <laughs> prints and stuff for seventy bucks. Yeah. Yeah. No. Just go nuts. I don't like it. On Oscar. <laughs> she has her own like line of jewelry. You can get like Oscar jewelry. All kind of stuff. Are you a jewelry man? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not a jewelry <laughs> man. Yeah, I can be like <laughs> walking around the pinky ring. ring. <laughs> yeah, nothing but Are Oscar. you in? Do you have any interest in wearing a face mask with Oscar's paint job on it when you go out to the grocery no, store? No, it looks a little weird. <laughs> it looks a little. Uh-huh. Right. Tank top? Can I interest you in a tank? I'm not really a tank top guy. Yeah. What if you rip it, it off like of you as you tear into that standee? They have Oscar Like you should, you should right. get like the white tank top along with the standee. That way, like when you backhand it because she can't make coffee and stuff, like it, it's fitting. Like when you run these. Low, like white trash scenarios, well, like whatever fantasies you're into I, before you put your penis in the hole. I Make me don't drink Popeye, coffee. Bitch. I don't eat Popeyes. It'd be like, get me my tofu, bitch. That's what that would be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this water ain't mineral. Boom. <laughs> yeah. 
And she just takes it, too, because she loves you so much, and she knows you don't really mean it. You're just frustrated about never leaving the house and stuff. I'm just stressed. I need some relief. Yeah. She needs, yeah. <laughs> and she can't help you out because her arms are cardboard. <laughs> or can she? She understands. Yeah. Or she can. <laughs> so you find out one night she gave some other dude a hand job in a van. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's all right. We we talked about it. It's all right. Just between me and her. Don't worry about it. Okay. It was gender. All right. So next week, more bullshit. So all right. Yeah. Until then, pass the gin, Governor. Awfully quiet back there. I'm not going to call him dad. Brennan, you're 39 years old. I would not expect you to call him dad. Well, I'm not going to, ever. Even if there's a fire. Robert better not get in my face. Because I'll drop that motherfucker. Jesus, Brennan. Thank you very much.